<laughs> I'm just, you know, I just stare at the camera and I'm just like, yeah, let's give them a good look. And then everyone else is just like... Hello! Always thinking of thumbnails. Yes, that's uh, Liz Thumbnail Neil Nail. Thumbnail. Thumbnail, yeah, easy. <laughs> yeah, it's right there. Hello! Hello! Okay. Chat. So many wonderful stuff. folks in the chat already. Incredible. Hello. It's doing the thing? It's doing the thing. You need a number between 1 and 30? 18. Good. <laughs> Us? <Ooh. laughs> I love that little bee. Really, really, are you it's a bee? So cute. That's a good question. <laughs> it's amazing just how much the layout of the stream on your screen actually makes a difference of like, okay, well, I want the chat over here, but I want the OBS stream over here. And then I have the video replay over here. And then I have the music here. And then I have underneath that, I have any of the texts that I need. And then over here, I have the initiative tracker. And then over here, I have... It's a lot. Yeah, I, I bet. Hmm? I bet it is. It's a lot. And and because we're separated right now, we're literally using a television in front of us. So. So John's a touch louder. I'm which I this. wish I could see, by the way. I cannot wait to yeah, do another, uh, you know, show around the setup. But I guess we Should might not do that for some time yet, just given the double setups. Whoa! Thank you, Lamona. No one wants to see our setup. <laughs> There's cats and litter boxes. I mean, we'll take cat pictures. Thank you, Obsidian Heart. Oh, damn. Hey. Thank you, Lamira. Thank you, Obsidian. There were a couple, there were some bits as well from Wes. Thank you. Or I think, yeah, thanks, guys, folks. Yeah. It's nice to see people tune into what is session one, episode one. I guess we're not sessions anymore. We're episodes now. Yeah. Yeah. Session zero is like an industry term. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas episode... Whoa, it's oh, happening! Thank you for the hype train. <clears throat> thank me. you, Pook. <laughs> Yay. Pook Yay. just gifted a sub to Jess. Aww. Aww. Jess deserves a sub. Agreed. That's friend of thank the stream. Thank you. The friend of the Kung Fu Fenris decides to go cyberpunk. <laughs> oh, friend of the animals. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Thank you, Kung Fu Fenris. It's true. Oh, a bingo square already? It's happening. Such height, much wow. I mean, it's not bad. Oh, yes. Uh, Pearly Whirly has thrown in chat a pronoun uh, yes. extension that you can have if you are using the Chrome browser. Uh, unfortunately, it isn't yet a Twitch official feature, but uh, it's a great tool to use if you're using Chrome. But hopefully soon. Yeah. Unfortunately, I can't see it because I've got the chat bot yeah. in front of me, and so therefore I. It's on yeah. Firefox now, too. Ooh. Oh, that's exciting. Nice. Well, technically, if it's on Chrome, then it's also on anything that uses Chromium extensions, like uh, Edge would Edge. have it as well, all of that. Cool. So it's available. Uh, but no matter what, welcome here. Oh! Congrats! Congrats, Angel Wick! Wonderful! <gasps> Yay! I see it now, Pook. Yep. I see your badge. I can see your badge. Oh, Chromium. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, if you're here, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. 
you've missed session zero, but that's okay. Session zero is available on our YouTube channel. You'll be able to see it over there, youtube.com slash RPG Clinic. And of course, you can always go on to RPGClinic.com where there's also a link to our wiki where information is going to be loaded up. Another important thing is that you we've got our mods. We have She Who Knows 10,000 Things, Entropy's Disciple, and Strength of Borders, Aragorn, the Crosshair, and Real Rip Wall uh, are here. Yeah. Uh, and welcome to all of them. Uh, I really appreciate all the work that they do for this channel. We all do. Uh, and this is uh, an opportunity for us to, to kind of kick this off in the the right attitude, right? Boom. What is the right attitude? Yeah. Enthusiastic, <laughs> hype. obsessed, hype, 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 obsessed, yeah, consent, yeah. ready for fun. Yeah. R F F. <laughs> is this the right attitude? Uh, I'll tell you what the right attitude is. If you can't make it for these sessions, don't worry. There's going to be rewatches on Saturdays at what time? 11? 11 o'clock Eastern time. It'll be on our Twitch channel if you want to have the live experience. Otherwise, if you're impatient, uh, Tuesdays at 9 Eastern uh, is when they go up onto our YouTube and to, onto our podcast, which within a few hours should be distributed everywhere. Uh, podcast stuff tends to go. Baby Bell and Rum. Mm. That's a thing. That's a choice. Folks, one thing that we do have here uh, is the opportunity to tune in to tune in. You don't tune into newspapers. It's been a while since I've read an actual newspaper. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, Scoof. For our recaps, uh, we actually do have uh, the Intel report, which is released weekly. Um, normally, we wouldn't have one for session one, but we do have uh, a special edition of the Intel report available for you, wherein the matchmaker's corner, uh, we have some information about the, the three PCs that we have here today for everyone to see. So... Oh, I seem to have picked up this newspaper here. Hmm. Oh, what does it say? If you see a gorgeous pale woman with black hair, black formal clothes, and black makeup, that's probably not a blood-drinking anathema, but Liddell Gale whispered. Gale is probably smarter than half the teachers in this school and gets top marks in any class that has tests where you don't have to run anywhere or talk to anyone. <laughs> we would recommend trying to get her to tutor you, but rumor has it that when she disappears into the library stacks, she's going to the restrictions section and has orders to kill anyone who tries to follow her. Orders from who knows. <laughs> <laughs> Voted best smile in the all school bracket for the last two years and sexiest calves in the fire aspect bracket for the past three, Kathak Pyres is much more than a piece of eye candy. He's the younger brother of highly decorated graduate Kathak Morale, and his fierce fighting abilities promise a fantastic future for him. He's hot goods, but if you get close <laughs> to him, you're getting caught up in his crusade whether you like it or not. <laughs> uh, what, what does the rest of this paper say here? The burly barefoot beauty being polite to everyone is Kathak Oresta. 
Your matriarch might turn their nose up because neither of her parents exulted, but Aresta has been, uh, sorry, Aresta has more dragon's blessings in one of her huge biceps than half of you have in your whole body. She does well in all her classes, and she's as trustworthy as anyone in the dynasty gets. Our only caution is that if you ask her to step on you, she might apologize. <laughs> Char. If I'm still quiet, should I boost my, um... Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd boost your volume slightly. Yeah. Crank here. <laughs> Crank hello, that hello. Thanks, Wes, and thanks those people who joined the hype train. Boom. I love the Intel report. I can't wait to find out what we're gonna see next. <laughs> uh I mean <laughs> Do people ask people to step on them often? Is that a thing? Uh, it's apparently a thing amongst the youth these days. So and so can step on me. <laughs> Kate. What? The youth. The youth. The youths. Which basically then places you straight up in not the youths. Correct. We've been doing this long enough. We're now seasoned. I have well seen seasoned. it said by people out there on the internet who seem to be of younger ages than I am. Wait a second. We keep getting older. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Run. <laughs> Run. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think cell phones are always on a delay when it comes to Twitch. Yeah. Well, no. Android is finally, or at least there was one update where it was basically the same delay. But um, iOS still has the delay, so I don't know. Yeah. Phone mm. apps, unfortunately, slow. <laughs> well... Just before we get started, there is something that we just have to make sure that everybody is aware of. We use safety cards in order to make sure that we get to play at our full potential, take risks while knowing that we are all protected and ready to play while keeping each one of us safe. The green card means I am totally okay and fully enthusiastic about what's going on even if I don't look like it. The yellow card means I need everybody at the table to pay attention to me for a second. There's something you should know. It could be a heads up about uh, a warning that maybe we're going into some dangerous territory. And the red card means I'm not okay. We have to stop and we will only start again once I say that I'm okay to continue. Maybe we have to retcon something. Maybe we have to immediately cut away. But no matter what, we'll hit a BR back screen and we will come back as soon as we've managed to get things sorted out. It's important to note that no one ever needs to justify their use of a card. It is here to help us, not to accuse anyone of wrongdoing. Now, you don't have cards, but you do have options. If you ever feel like you are uncomfortable and need someone to know, you can whisper RPG Clinic or one of our mods. Uh, they will pass the information along to me anonymously if you so desire. We do want to know, obviously we can't make concessions to every audience member. However, uh, you always have the option, if you need to, to leave chat or leave the stream entirely. We don't want that, but at the same time, we want you to keep yourself safe and healthy. We good? Yeah, thank you. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Any questions before we actually start? Um... No, I was just vamping. Uh, no, I'm excited. <laughs> Me too. Eee! Okay. <clears throat> Color-coded cards on Amazon. Color 
Or are they just... Yeah, those look like they'd be perfect if it yeah. didn't cost $20 in shipping. Yikes. Damn. I mean, this is probably oh, from Amazon style. US. Nice it is. Getting it on. Yeah. Those do actually look really good. Yeah. It is. But, uh, dang. Yeah. All right. It's fun to sometimes go back and look at how you might do things differently. I have run Exalted now for quite some time. I have run first edition, second edition. I ran third edition before it even came out, uh, <laughs> both with this crew, with, uh, with full party. And now we're back. We're back to Exalt Witch Academy. And in a way, this is also a way for us to look back on our uh, on our years growing up, learning, college, university. I don't know about you, but there are times where I thoroughly regret not getting into more shenanigans. Mm. And there are times where I thoroughly regret the shenanigans to which I was a party to. I don't know whether that's going to change significantly considering that you all are walking around with the power of uh gods coursing through you at all times but i'm looking forward to seeing what that's going to do for all of you as we move forward i should point out no matter what that everything is a little bit larger here in creation everything is a little more important a little more dramatic, a little more funny, but at the same time, it's a lot more you. No matter what happens in this campaign, it is actually the three of you driving it forward. And I expect that we're going to see a few choices made before the end of this. Choices that could have massive repercussions in creation, especially if we ever choose to return in another form here. So be careful, because no matter what you do, there are always consequences, both in university and in game. You are at the House of Bells, or at least you all study. You are all three cadets of the House of Bells, which is the preeminent military school in the entire realm here in creation, exclusively for dynastic dragon-blooded. The House of Bells is located slightly uh, distant from Aruf. It is a huge campus, easily the largest campus out of all of the secondary schools in the realm. And the reason why is because, of course, we need the opportunity to have battles. Battles that can take place in villages custom built for this purpose, open fields, even naval battles just off the coast. And yet, a lot of what you'll be doing here is study. Because after all, what use is a soldier who cannot think and what use is a commander who can't actually wrap their heads around the strategies that they must use? 
And as, as a result, you'll be spending five out of your seven days in class. That is, after the calisthenics every morning. I hope you like five kilometer runs, no matter what the weather is. I hope you like stretching more than your limbs could possibly want. And I hope that you're ready to study as hard as you possibly can. But for the House of Bells, it's actually more about the weekends, as it were. If weekends existed in creation, which... <laughs> but for our purposes, uh, five days academics. But in those two days, it is all about the fighting. Now, for some of you, these fights will mean one-on-one -on -one duels. Perhaps you'll be marching in formation. Perhaps you will even be commanding others. But those who fight you, ah, well, sometimes you'll be fighting each other. And other times you will be fighting those who have been offered the chance to work off their punishments for their huh. crimes against the realm by serving as opposing forces to you so that you can learn as well as fight. It is, of course, always a risk that one of you, or many of you, may get injured in the course of your studies. And it isn't unheard of for students at the House of Bells to graduate with honors a bit before oh. their time. Oh. <laughs> like they skip a year. <laughs> they yeah. skip the rest yeah. of the years. They skip every year. <laughs> the rest of their years. <laughs> <laughs> there will be a firefight. <laughs> I am not Willem Dafoe. I also can't scream using this microphone. That would be. That would probably hurt people. That would be bad. <laughs> this is the beginning of your fifth year here at the House of Bells. Five of seven, and up until now, you have been training studying, living with the rest of your fang. Fang is made of five dragon-blooded. Your barracks contain the five of you living together. Every time one of you fails, you all fail. If one of you succeeds, you all succeed. And if one of you is punished, well, you get the picture. But I should point out that your fangs do not include each other. Until now, you have had your own fangs with your own fellow students. But today, today, hires, when you arrive, did you leave the school over the over between years? Did you return home or did you remain here at the campus? Uh, I think usually I would go home into the uh, the uh, loving arms of uh, of my house, and you know, to much probably to great acclaim. But I think this year I chose to remain behind to make sure that I was well ahead on my studies leading into the year. Gail whispered. Uh, so I went back but it wasn't far because my home is Arjif. So uh, 
I uh, I went back reluctantly. <laughs> and to the great ambivalence of my family and house. <laughs> wow. <laughs> straight up. Okay. Yeah, straight up. So you chose to remain. Sorry, I went to back. Home. You did go home. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, so you are returning and Aresta. I think I would have probably stayed. You would have stayed. Yeah. It's, you know, halfway across the Blessed Isle to get back home, so... I mean, the, the Blessed Isle is it's actually quite big. large. It is, it, actually. It is. It's pretty large. Yeah. Um, I mean, it takes several days to yeah. cross it if you so chose. Uh, and that's assuming that you have good horses for all of them mm-hmm. for the entire journey. But staying is fine. Arjif is quite close. So, of course, it's not such a big deal for you. Um, are you early risers? I mean, in a way, you kind of have to be. You're in a military academy. But how easy is it for you to wake up? Very uh, mm-hmm. not very, but after many years of practice, it is manageable. Okay. Pyrus, when you wake up, your barracks are empty. And when I say empty, I mean empty. There's you in a bed. There's four other beds, but they're also neatly made, and yet there's no personal effects. No clothing. No sign that anyone else in your fang uh, has ever existed here Uh, and in fact the only thing of yours or anything that would have been um, that you would have been wearing when you went to sleep all of my personal effects are also all of your personal effects are gone okay so uh yeah, I, I'm I'm leaping out of bed, and I land with some cat-like grace on the floor. Uh, stand up tall, grin, look around. <laughs> not a bad joke, not a bad joke. And I immediately start looking for hope and abandon my uh, red uh, jade dieclaves. <laughs> like I'm like searching under the bed. I'm I'm looking everywhere. Your dieclaves are nowhere to be seen. Are you actually wearing clothing? Is Pyres the kind of guy who wears pajamas? No, I don't oh think so. Pajamas? God, I don't yes. think so. Uh, that said, a good soldier is always ready for battle, so I'm not... Ready for battle? Yeah! <laughs> I'm ready for battle, yeah. I'm ready for battle. <laughs> Pyres, you want to say... You want to give us a brief description of what you look like? Yeah, um, I do. Pyres is uh, tall. He's perennially perennially flushed with uh, energy and excitement. Uh, he's got very like large red hair. Um, he's got a twinkle in his eye, high cheekbones. Usually he'd be dressed quite fashionably, I would say. Um, I mean, again, appropriately for the House of Bells. Uh, but uh, of course, at this moment, he is not. Oh, he's very fashionable. <laughs> Well, this is going to be a real sucker punch for the rest of the House of Bells <laughs> as I stride out the front door of the barracks searching for someone who might know what's going on. Arresta. God. Same thing. <sighs> Although I have no idea what pajamas you may or may not choose to wear. but I wear like mid-thigh shorts and like a tank top. Okay. Yes. Uh, what yes. else, what, otherwise, what do you look like? Um. So... Relatively short, curly, 
black hair, um, deep brown eyes, very strong, built, muscular, square shoulders. Um, when she's not fresh out of bed, she tends to be wearing sleeveless shirts or ones with uh, cut-out shoulders, mm. uh, and tends to go barefoot or with only foot wraps when possible. You are also in barracks that have been completely emptied four beds neatly made and yours where's my foot locker gone <gasps> your crate gone just a test i'm going to head out into the hallways and figure out what they're trying to test us on this first day of our semester Gail whispered, when you woke up this morning, uh, your first day back, so you, you returned the day before. Same thing. You may want to describe what you are wearing and what your appearance is. Uh, Gail wears like an oversized, the closest thing we could get to a t-shirt <laughs> in creation. Uh, to sleep. She has um, House uh, Bell's frost very, week. very dark purple <laughs> hair. Uh, it's almost black and it's uh, cropped in a bob like just below her chin. Um, and when she's fully dressed, she wears a, a chainmail shirt underneath long sleeve, dark clothing, long pants. Yeah. You wake up and everything is gone, including any library books that you had checked out. Your okay, gateway so that's, set. That's cause for panic and my artifact. Unless you sleep with uh, Soaring Eye. I mean, I wouldn't put it past me, but okay. Yeah, let's say no. <laughs> <laughs> you just roll over. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> um. So, like, going on and i start i immediately start to like examine for clues as to where Ooh. where people could have gone uh, uh muddy footprints is the case is the window casement open uh did they leave behind any tracks any traces you can roll me a perception investigation if you want excellent i will is this the first roll of the campaign <laughs> yeah. i'm so sorry it's this no it's, no, it's great, great. It could be the, you know what? We could actually have the first roll of the campaign just be your appearance presence as you strut out of the room completely nude. I'm okay with that. <laughs> what? That's two successes for me. It would seem that uh, the people who were formerly sleeping in this room uh, left of their own accord. There wasn't a sign of a struggle. Um, in fact, it would appear that they've made a great effort to make little noise, which would lead you to believe that they were probably taken out one by one, woken up, and then pulled out of the room alongside their belongings. Um, and someone took yours, but did not wake you. That means they're going to be back for me. <laughs> so I go to hide. Um, oh, it's possible. In my but... By the position of the sun, you can tell that it's 
almost time for everyone to be awake. All right. I will carefully leave my my room. Look left and right, expecting a trap. So as you look left and right, uh, the only trap that you see is Pyres leaving his room. Uh, yes. And Aresta leaving hers. At the same time, you have, I would guess, about five minutes before everyone else is going to start waking up. After all, sleep is a rare commodity at one of these places, so people tend to sleep as much as they feel they can get away with before it's time for them to uh, wake up, to the sound, of course, of, you know, bugles outside. Hey. Good morning. like the strangest salute that I can think of. <laughs> you know, totally not just blocking certain things out of my line of sight. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Where um, uh, my, everyone in my room is gone. Same. Oh. And the same with me as well. What is this? This must be some kind of fifth year test. You're I've never heard of this. Clothes. They were all taken. They didn't leave you a sheet? I didn't need it. Wait there. I Go make my bed in my room. <laughs> and I come back out with like a pillow and I want to throw it at you. Fantastic. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to jauntily hold it, uh, you know, so I'm more modest now. That's better. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'll clean this one. So where did they go? Yes. Where did they go? I have no idea. I would imagine they probably brought all of our possessions to the middle of the field where we're going to have to, I don't know, work together to get them back or something like that. The bugles okay, sound, but this isn't the standard reveille that you would normally hear. This is sharp, piercing. It's almost an alarm. Not quite an alarm. You would know what that would sound like. It's not like a call to battle. This is a wake the fuck up and get outside. Now. All right. Well, seems like it's some sort of good old 50-year surprise. You know, new semester. New fun. Come, princes of the earth. We shall attack this head on. I think we're already... I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> don't, leave, don't leave me behind. <laughs> uh, as you head out, um, the first few students start pulling themselves up out of their own beds in their own barracks. I mean, so there are there are several barracks. The barracks are basically separated by year. Mm -hmm. So uh, one building is all the year fives, all the year fours, all the year threes, uh, up to year sevens. After seven years, you've graduated. Uh, you also don't change barracks from year to year. Your room is your room, and that's the one that you have for the entirety of your stay. But just as you start approaching the edge of the door, you hear the sound of a tapping against the doorframe, and you see the quartermaster, uh, Juin, standing just inside her, um, just inside a, a, a common area, a common lounge. And then she inclines her head ever so slightly, as if to say, get in here, while the handle of her dire lash just taps slightly against the frame of the door. 
Um, I, yeah, has anyone else good. entered the halls yet? No. Yeah. Then I'll go in. Mm -hmm. I will follow behind Oressa. Good morning, Quartermaster. And I will also follow these two. She slides the door closed. Sitting on the table, there is a um, there's a bowl of water. Wash up. Please. I kept some water and splashed on my face. Quartermaster, what is the purpose of this exercise? This isn't an exercise. This is a reprieve. You're not wearing any clothing. My clothing has been taken, along with the rest of all of our personal possessions. I see. Correct. And this is befitting of a soldier to use a pillow to cover your shame? It is befitting of a soldier to do what must be done, Quartermaster. She inclines her head towards a closet. Um, it's more, well, sorry, it's more of a pantry, to be honest. Uh, in there, all of you. I go straight for it. There's three bundles. Uniforms. These aren't the same uniforms that you were wearing before. Your uniform is a combination of uh, uh, signifiers of your year, your house, your aspect, and your fang. These uniforms are identical to the ones that you previously had, except now it indicates that you are of a different fang. Quartermaster, what is what is the purpose of this? I'm to congratulate you, actually. For you see, you have never, in fact, been a part of a fang before. Not until now. Not until today. You have always been a part of this one. That is not correct. Now you start hearing everybody filing out into the hallways and you can hear barked orders as everyone else is being given orders to assemble in the main quad. That is not correct. Four years. For the past four years, I have had fangmates and we have trained together. Your fangmates are next to you. These are the only fangmates you've ever known. These are not the fangmates I've known. This is not correct. Am I? Are we free to leave and join our day? No. Unless you wish to be excommunicated, you're to remain right here. Understood. She sits there needs down. There to be a purpose for all of this. Uh, this needs to be explained. Does it? Yes. Are this you accustomed as a soldier to having everything explained to you. Something of this magnitude, yes. This is highly irregular. Sit. I'll do my best. She sits back um, and she just starts observing her nails for a second. It's an odd gesture of vanity that you're not used to seeing from the quartermaster. In fact, I'm not sure you've ever even seen her sit down. Yeah. 
John, can I try? <laughs> yeah. It's not gonna go well. Can I try to read intentions here? I'd love to I... know. Um, uh, probably not intimacies here. I think I want to try to get a sense of what she's playing at. What her goal is for the scene. What her goal is for the scene, exactly. Yeah, by all means, you are Thank welcome you. to do so. And I would like to roll to see if their movements are actually familiar, whether they are they're moving in a way that I don't recognize, if that makes sense. You mean like, Juin herself? Is this someone, yeah, is she in like, you know, is she someone using magic to disguise herself or like in a disguise or something? Like I'm so I'm trying to Okay, that's that's perception investigation. Great. Uh, for you, that is a read intentions roll, which okay. her guile is three. So okay. for read intentions roll, this is a perception socialize roll. Uh, Every die that comes up a seven or higher is going to be considered a success. Uh, a 10 is two successes. Uh, and she need, he needs at least three successes in order to meet the difficulty of her guile. Um, and I would like to roll to see <laughs> if my artifact is anywhere nearby. Oh, it's, nice. It is not. Oh, Balls. no. <laughs> How about my books? No, none of your personal belongings are here. Not even the library books. No, except for these new uniforms, which you've been given. Which I am living for, by the way. I'm, I'm wearing mine already. <laughs> if That's that was good. allowed. I think it was allowed. She said it was allowed. Yes. Uh, I got two successes. Not enough. So you fail. Arresta? Read intentions again. This scene. <sighs> Arresta botches. Double botch. <laughs> Well, that's episode one, folks. See you next week for... If somebody rolls no successes and also rolls at least one one, that means a botch, which means uh, something disastrous occurs. Oh, my God. So I'm glad that your very first roll in this game is setting, setting the tone. It's because of my Val Dice and Val is pissed, so I get it. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> There is something off about her. Uh, there's something very off about her. The fact that she's sitting down, the fact that she's not immediately following the other students out, this is clearly some kind of trap. Okay. Uh, I'm going to keep my eye on alternative exit points. There's recently been some developments back at your homes. Traitors to the realm. It's unfortunate, but after all, when your parents have been identified as somebody who has been lax in their devotion to the Immaculate Order, lax in their devotion to the realm itself, there are consequences. And because certain Fang members have been expelled, that would be implied that the guilt would be shared by all Fang members, which is why you have never had any other Fang members until this moment. That's a significant number of traitors to the Empire. I count three.
There are others of House Kathak. It isn't a matter of your house, it is a matter of family. This seems to have been something that has spread across multiple houses, Kathak, Ladal alike. Quartermaster, far be it from us, far be it from us to question the goodwill. Ah, so you have learned to not question a superior officer. Excellent. What was it that you were going to say? Cadet Pyres? I was merely going to thank you for this clean outfit. Thank you, Quartermaster. For the three of you, you have been reassigned. Your personal effects are in your new barracks. You're the fang of the lost hand. And I should point out, for the three of you, that the lost hand is a myth. Oh? Okay. Anytime somebody has said that there's been uh, a critical error and it could not be blamed on anyone, it's always said to be the lost hand. Anytime in the House of Bells that uh, there has been someone to blame and yet no one to blame one blames the lost hand it has never existed as a thing before there are no records of it and yet now here you are if i may ask a question out of character john i just mm -hmm. want to make sure that i understood that correctly mm -hmm. it was our previous fang mates who were whose families were accused of treason remember that if one person gets punished the entire fang gets punished right. which means that one of your fang mates has okay. been expelled which ostensibly means that the others could have been as well mm. you seem to have been spared gotcha okay yeah, no, if they accuse my family, there'd be there we'd be rolling initiative right now. I don't know about <laughs> Oh my <laughs> like, god. Let's go. All right, like... one session in. <laughs> I should also point out that your fangs are they're not there's no allegiances to houses or aspects or anything like that. It's literally you're you're lumped together with four other cadets and that's the way it is. Yep. Yes. Plague Lord has it correct. Your former fangmates are no longer your former fangmates because they are now excommunicado. That's what I first understood. And then at some point I went in the other direction. So thank you, Liz, for clarifying. Thank you, John, for clarifying. And thank you, John. And thank me. And thanks, Byers, for putting Put on not the pants. Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> These three are being brought for interrogation. The rest of the student body is seeing them leave. You are to get your barracks in order in the next... She does not look at her wrist as she does not wear a watch because watches are not a thing in this particular... Uh, well, they, they can be, but they aren't. Uh, you have about 15 minutes. What of the rest of our fang? I, I mean our new fang. The fang of the lost hand. Where are the other two? What other two? There should be two others. We are incomplete. I see. You expect us to function as a fang of three. I mean, I, some of us would do just fine. Um, 
I expect that you'll fare just as bad as well as could be expected. Keyword is expected. Let us go. Before you go, I don't know why the three of you have somehow been spared the fate of the fangmates you never had. I wouldn't go digging too deeply into it. And at the same time, I understand that your fang is not complete. But know that you have been given the choice. No one ever has. You'll be able to recruit two more. But you'd better make damn sure that they're the ones you want. Because if they're not, you're stuck with them. And if you somehow, somehow manage to pick a fang member who has also been found to be less than loyal, I doubt that this reprieve will last. More so, it should shine additional doubt upon you in the first place. So be very careful who you pick. Oh, and one more thing. Anyone you pick is already a part of an, of an existing fang. No. Which means you'll be making at least four enemies for everyone you choose. Good luck. I wordlessly pick up my bag and start to shuffle back towards the barracks. You're now carrying, if you're not already wearing your uniform, and your new barracks have been indicated to you. They are at the very far end of the building, uh, a part of the building that has been in some disrepair for some time. The roof is leaking. The windows rattle. And your beds are very clearly beds that have not been maintained in the past 20 years. Is this is this barracks then like normally not in use? That's correct. <laughs> what are you just just hanging out here? <laughs> this feels like we're in punishment. We've been brushed under the rug. No, quite the foot. opposite, I think. It strikes me as an opportunity. Well, I certainly intend to treat it as an opportunity. Good, then we're agreed. We're being played. I don't know what for. They absolutely expect us to fail. Why else would they call us the Fang of the Lost Hand? Why else would they set us up as only three? Of course. Something else. I have else. no intention of failing. No. We have to defeat their expectations. We have to find out what happened to our former Fang mates. Because whatever they did could come back to impact us. And I will not have them damaging what I have worked so long to build here. So that would be 12 suddenly missing members of the House of Bells. That wouldn't go unnoticed. Your artifacts, by the way, are in this room, alongside the rest of your personal belongings. I would like to check check the crate and quickly, like, do a quick inventory. Everything seems to be in there. I should also point out that the three of you have been assigned into... Uh, none of you have the commander's bunk which is the one closest to the door. The three of you have been placed in the 
three other beds. I should also point out that it is tradition in the House of Bells that if you become the ostensible leader of your fang, then you take possession of that bed, thereby swapping with the previous leader. May I just say, there is an awful lot of ambition in this room. And that for one, uh, I for one am incredibly excited. I don't think we've gotten off on the wrong foot, but I wanted to introduce myself. Kathak Pyres. You obviously know of Kathak Pyres. <laughs> oh, obviously, okay. Pyres is seen as a... Uh, He's an up-and-comer. His sister, one of the preeminent uh, most recent graduates of the House of Bells, valedictorian, as it were. Uh, and expectations on Pyres seems to be even higher. Whether or not you've heard of Arresta is up to you, Pyres. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I, I have, certainly. I think, I think I probably made it my business to know as much as possible who the other members of House Kathak were here at the House of Bells. Whether or not I chose to associate them is, yeah, up for debate. Indeed, that's me. Hoping Uh, to make a name for myself uh, separate from the one you may have already heard. Perhaps. Perhaps not. Kathak Aresta, I've seen you at the library. I go in for a handshake. I'm well, yeah. I'm holding my hand out towards Gail. Whoops! <laughs> I step in front. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, it's but no, no, I don't do that. Sorry. Ladal Gail whispered. I do my best not to squeeze your hand too hard because you seem like the uh, wispy type. Crunch. So I try to like compensate by like squeezing, which probably does nothing. I acknowledge and respect it. <laughs> I I should point out that for the three of you, at the moment, my assumption is that you actually don't know any of each other's intimacies. I think that's safe to say. Okay. That's fair. Mm -hmm. So that's the three of us. And that's when you hear on the outside, um, so there's there's something called the bell's gasp when students are standing in formation at attention it is considered unbecoming for you to vocalize any surprise or uh or any expressions of emotion and yet there's this small not quite imperceptible intake of breath which is the equivalent of the House of Elves cadets going, ooh, all at once. But it sounds more like, oh. We should get out there. And then you hear a cry of pain. I'm putting on my uh, my chainmail shirt quickly and throwing on, I yeah, guess, I'll this throw on my uniform. Breastplate. Yeah, as well. I also have a, I, a breastplate and I take my diclaves as well just you know we're we're ready and we're i think we're it seems to me like we're all hastening out oh yes hastening that's about buckle buckle as i go when you make it outside uh 
you see that everybody is lined up in year and then fang and then of course the commanders of each fang or the leaders i should say of each fang because you're not really a commander you're more of a leader like Hmm. technically you receive orders from others and at various exercises somebody may be breveted the commander and that's not necessarily the leader of the fang the leader is is really more of a tradition in the house of bells as opposed to like a, a deliberate you know like teachers don't assign it to you and they don't even recognize leaders they just pick whoever they believe would be the correct commander in any one particular exercise uh right. and yet everybody knows it without even saying there is a leader and the leader is always the one who stands on the right of the five lined up and you're to line up in order of your rooms which would mean that you would have to stand at the rear of year five which is like the worst place to stand to be able to see what's going on but in a way it can also be the best because then you're the furthest away from the attention of whoever is speaking but I sense <laughs> that the three of us are not going to sort of, you know, be all like, you know, floopsy and sh whatever the word is that I'm looking for here. Lackadaisical? We're not un undisciplined, I guess is what I mean. We're making our way to the back of the fifth years to line up as quickly and efficiently as possible. Which one of you is standing on the right? I'm moving to take that spot. I would like to intercept such that Gail can get there if she goes for it. Uh, Gail is not going for it. She's aiming to stand as far away oh, as possible. In the face. Oh. <laughs> uh, I would she like is to watching to see who does take it. Then I would like to uh, shift my adjustment so that it just slightly jostle Pyrus and let him take it. <laughs> like a shoulder check, like the like. Uh, the slightest bit of shoulder bit, just check bit. just like you know half a centimeter of skin would have gotten like of contact it's not like a full shoulder yeah <laughs> buyers goes flying i am quite Blech. warm <laughs> just just for the record i guess <clears throat> this puts you by the way uh pyres directly mm. behind regara brevin who is well known as the loudest mouth in year five um always managing to to show just how uh just how well connected he is just how uh popular he is with the other uh with his fang mates the thing is that a lot of it is manufactured he isn't necessarily a better student than anyone else he isn't necessarily a better fighter than anyone else but somehow he manages to project this and a lot of that is because of wealth more than anything else mm. for some reason he always happens to have the latest in fashion always manages to have the latest in um gifts that are being delivered and believe me it's hard to get gifts inside the house of bells it's a military academy they're not like here to pamper you and yet somehow he does and he somehow gets away with it and he knows it. And then as you line up, you can hear just very, uh, very obviously coming from in front of you. It's funny. That's not where you stood before. Uh, and I'll, I'll, speak back and i don't think i can really control the volume of my voice in this moment 
as I just say, new special assignment. New special assignment, eh? So you manage to off the rest of your fang? <laughs> they wouldn't be my first targets. I'd like to loudly crack my knuckles. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> so you have the strong, silent type and the smart, weak type to accompany you. That's who you ended up with, Pyres? You're pathetic. You shut up. And then, I mean, he he's also saying this, still looking straight ahead, right? At the moment, uh, your former fangmates are just being paraded in front as they are leaving the House of Bells, um, accompanied by several of the faculty walking on either side. This is a dismissal. Can we can we confirm? Are there twelve people leaving? Uh, you can see or if we can't. You can confirm. see ten. Okay. Um, I would like to do a read intentions just to see if any of them seem more chastised than the rest. Ooh. Okay. Uh, this is more of a, so a read intentions is, is to determine intimacies or to determine their goal for the scene. Right. So, uh, what are you looking for? Uh, just if, if any of them seem like guiltier than the rest of them okay if they were all split up to question then one of them was probably given the truth as to why they're being expelled and the others weren't so perhaps we're looking for um an intimacy in terms of perhaps loyalty outside the realm sure oh sure sure uh i'll let you just roll that as a bulk roll um and we'll just average out their their guiles so go ahead and roll your perception socialize I will say that the guile is two for this one. It's just one success. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not my She's staring really hard. She's like, fucking shit. Uh, do any of them seem injured? Uh, no. None of these, none of the ten that are walking okay. off seem injured. There should be twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, which of our fangs are they missing from? Your four are still there. They're They're in front of you. Uh, Ouch. It's one from Pyres and one from Gales that are not mm. seen currently. Gillygood, I understand. Right now, we're just starting the game. Um, we're not getting into to the uh, to the intricacies of the system right now. And honestly, also, it's not that big a deal. At the as we progress through the game, then we'll start adding more and more layers of what the appropriate situations are for this, but for now, we're just getting everybody used to the system. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we've established that 10 are being marched out, two are missing. That's right. And Gail tries as she might, as she she can, and uh, cannot... Uh, determine if there's anything special about any of the, the ten that are being marched out. Pyres, you're going to have to put a leash on her. I am not going to accept anyone telling me to shut up. Not from that thing. Um, I'm going to... Uh, can I reach him without stepping out of line? You absolutely can. In fact, both of you can. 
Are you I'm carrying gonna... your Tetsubo? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, why? Well, he can reach the person in front of him. Mm. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to reach out and just very gently, sort of like touch him on the shoulder. If you value your life, Brevin, I think now is not the time. You're threatening my life when yours is almost over, right here. Don't think that I can't, don't recognize who's standing up in front of us. Who's leaving? What'd you do? Rat them all out? <laughs> you think I'm a traitor, Brevin? No, I think they're traitors. I think you're just an idiot. Hmm. You're getting dangerously close to having to put your money where your mouth is. That's fine. You can just spend the rest of your days playing Gateway with Gale Whispered. I'm sure Tepet Niven would love to hear how conversational the two of you have been during this. <clears throat> you like your legs, don't you? I, that that shuts me up for sure. I don't, <laughs> I don't know about Brevin. <laughs> hmm? While you can only see the back of Brevin's head, mm -hmm. it's so clear that his face is just stretching wide with a shit-eating grin. Oh, uh, I would like to try to turn my face a little bit towards Aresta and uh, give her a nod, a nod that hopefully says both, I'm so sorry and nice <laughs> all at once. That's my attempt. It's one of these. Uh, you start hearing that there's at least a couple of faculty members who are walking behind you now. This is standard, you know, making sure that everybody is standing at attention. And then you hear just at, at the very top, you, you hear the, um, the ringing voice of Juin, the quartermaster. There'll be no calisthenics today. You're to proceed to mess and then immediately to your first class. Dismissed. And everybody just doesn't quite know what to do. To mess? Yeah, that's where we're headed. I don't have to run today. Good. It's the best way to start the day. No. The best way to start the day is with 20 pages of a library book. Any 20 pages. It's better to keep your mind sharp. I see. That's what you do first thing in the morning. Yes. Mm -hmm. As Brevin turns to to walk towards the mess, as he walking um, with either with either side of his fang, just like flanking him like an entourage. <sighs> Pyrus doesn't even have anybody to protect him anymore. Pyrus, do you need protection? He's not getting it from her. And he indicates Gale whispered. Oh, I'm pretty sure you like your Achilles heels intact. I'm sorry, miss. Oh, I only want to read in the mornings. I don't like it when I have to do anything. Haunting your idiocy is not a clever move. Regara Brevin. Here in the House of Bells. Here in the realm, as I'm sure you're aware, we must work together. We are all princes of the earth. Oh. 
Kathak Pirates. Great hero of the House of Bells, I'm sorry that I ever doubted you. They also are making an effort to move a little bit faster to make sure that they get to the mess before you do. Uh, can I, um, I'd like to try to, uh, I'd like to try to inspire, um, some anger in him by giving him my smarmiest apology accepted. And what intimacy are you using to... Ah, uh, yes. Oh, if it's an inspire. Yeah. Okay. Um, take a guess. Yeah, take a guess. Am I allowed to take a guess, John? How about a love of wealth? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, well, I'm going to assume he has an intimacy, a tie towards me. <laughs> a negative tie. <laughs> Just a guess. Just a guess. So the the idea that you want to inspire an emotion uh, into into a character is, is I mean, it's so a, a love of what is what you're attempting? No, um, uh, anger. Okay, so you're you're attempting to use anger, but what are you trying to do to inspire this anger? Oh, uh, uh, well, we've we've been sassing back and forth. He offered me very sarcastic thanks, hoping to goad me into into anger, and I would just want to return it with a very simple apology accepted. Be on your way. Dismissed. Okay, I might even uh. say. So Gilligan is correct. You don't need to explode intimacy to inspire. It does help. Right, you can use it to try and lower their resolve on this one. Right. But uh, so you can guess at an intimacy, but otherwise you can just go right ahead. Okay. That's going to be a uh, charisma presence roll. Okay. Uh, in the future, I'll try to find a. I'll find a moment that's to a read good, intentions. It's good an excuse to read guy. intentions on them, but right now you're just trying to piss them off. I get it. That, that is correct. I am. So here we go. Okay. Not sure if there's any modifiers to his resolve or anything, John, but I have my successes here. You have how many? Two. Uh, his resolve is two. So are you just continuing on to the mess after trying to make him angry? Yep. Okay. Uh, um, is his appearance higher than uh, Brevin's? Because um, if your appearance is higher than the target's resolve, you gain a bonus die and instill... Instill in persuasion. Oh, instill is not in inspire. Sorry, wrong ins. <laughs> in thing. Wrong ins. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, I'll instill something into Brevin, right, guys? Uh, yeah. <laughs> One of these. You do <laughs> manage to take a couple more steps, and then you feel uh, just a slightest moment of hesitation on his part, and he whirls. Delivering a savage kick to the back of your knee. Oh! Uh, I... I don't think uh, you're showing the proper respect. And this has now got the attention of the rest of his fang, who all turn and just set themselves. And a couple of the students, the faculty seem to be ignoring this. For the most part, unless you're in the middle of class or in the middle of an exercise, they don't deal with these sorts of interpersonal discussions. Uh, I'm going to 
immediately sort of like bounce back to my feet and turn around as well. Respect must be earned, not bought, Brevin. I just like to swing my tetsubo up onto my shoulder. <laughs> you do not. You do not disrespect any member of my fang, including myself. I don't care whether you've managed to somehow weasel your way out of the just expulsion that you deserved. But no one does. So what's it going to be, Pyres? Hmm? I demand an apology. For disrespecting you. You know what's terrible about you? The fact that you just don't learn. You and me, right here, right now. A little bit out of this before breakfast. And just to keep it fair, I'll let your crippled fang stay out of it. And I'll keep mine from really messing you up. It's a foolish move, Brevin, but I've come to expect that from you. And I'll take a. Um, I I am more. I am quite used to my. Uh, to using hope and abandon my diclaves. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna draw them as of yet, but I am going to take a stance as if they're drawn. If that makes sense, like I'm going to sort of like kind of come down low. To a two-handed stance. I'm gonna check sort of nod to the rest of his fang to imply, like, take a step back as I take a step back. So, back off the rest of his fang all seem like, okay, so you're you're familiar with the concept of, like, clearly they were all, like, held back a few grades. I mean, it's not quite the case, right? You're, you're, you're college-aged at this mm-hmm. point. You're not, you're not in, like, that situation where, like, they're clearly 25-year-olds and <laughs> you're all, like, 14. Yeah. But they all look a little bit more like they're on the thicker end of the physicality. <laughs> they're the and Bruins and we're the Habs. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> the Bruins! Um, the one on the very left, though, keeps glancing at Gale for a second, and then, like, if as soon as you notice this, immediately, uh, he just is like, oh, oh what? Mm, mm, but they all take a step back. Gale, you get yes. the distinct impression that you are being watched. You as is the group, not you specifically. That the group is being watched. Yes, you're being observed by more than just the students who are around you. I would like to determine who is observing us. That's perception investigation. Or, sorry, no, perception awareness. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> That's three. Uh, you see that Juin is watching, and Juin is standing next to um, Juin is standing next to. Sorry, I have the name right here. You know, I am only one who came up with the damn names. You think I'd remember? <laughs> uh, uh, 
Juin is standing next to Vneef Garavel, who's the chief medic. <laughs> okay. uh, Garavel is uh, also a uh, a wood aspect. He's um, he's about average height, dark brown skin, but very very green eyes and close cropped green hair, green beard. Um, he's got a reputation of not being very friendly with the rest of the faculty probably because the rest of the faculty do their best to drive the cadets into the ground and it's his job to pick them up out of the ground and get them back out onto the field. And there are rumors that he also is one of the only faculty members who will actually listen to you if you have uh, things to discuss that are on the more emotional side as opposed to uh, strategic maneuvers or knowledge. But it seems that the two of them are standing there mutely holding witness to what's going on here. Um, and do I notice that there's one uh, member of the other Fang who is uh, observing, who's glancing at me? Yes. Okay. Uh, do they seem uh, competent? I would say competent is a good way of putting it. They're not as good a student as you are. Um, the person who is looking at you is um, uh, Nemen Ventiv. Nemen? Okay. Nemen uh, He's an Earth aspect. Thank you. Okay. Excellent. Brevin, who is a martial artist and mm. carries no weapon. Cool, I'm fucked. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> just places both of his hands down in front of him, takes one deep breath in and out. It's okay. If you need your weapon, go ahead. Uh, I I am not moving, but I am ready. You know, Pyres, we should go. Because there is that test today on the history of the realm. And I will not have any fang mates of mine bringing down my average Ah, uh, yes. For one's grades is more important than one's honor. Yes. <laughs> and I'm <all laughs> yeah, duh. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I'm also trying to say this in a way uh, to freak out Brevin, because I know he's a terrible student. So, oh, yeah. No, he's, he's I'm an... I'm fully lying about the fact that there's a test today. He is an awful student. You are absolutely correct. Uh, Brevin uses fire dragon style, by the way. It's been asked. Okay. So is that an attempt uh, to play on perhaps an intimacy he has towards being shitty at school? Yeah. Fear. <laughs> uh, this only seems to make him even angrier. Whoop. That's not good. Come on, Pyres. I insist that you walk away from this because we have some studying to do. I will drop my guard and stand. Regara Brevin, it's always a pleasure. I can't wait for us to do this again. Perhaps next time you'll tell me why I drive you to such rage. Perhaps next time you'll tell me why House Kathak raises cowards. There are no cowards in House Kathak. 
significant glance at Arresta. Nice try. Can I can I read intentions on this guy? Oh yeah. Um, given that he just accused us of being cowards, which like I mean I understand where it's coming from. Uh, I'd like to know if he has any intimacies towards. Oh hell, members of this fang, the fang of the lost hand. Well, not the fang of the lost hand, but us. Okay. Can I do that? Okay, I'll do that. We. Oh. Uh, yeah. I, w one day I'll figure out a way to boost my. Well, I will eventually be able to boost my roll here. Ooh, no power. I got three successes. Well, that does beat his guile. Yes. Uh, he has a tie to Kathak Pyres. <laughs> Nemesis. <laughs> Rival. Rivalry. I guess would be the correct way to put it. Oh god, okay. Um I like It's nod a minor intimacy. Politely as I can. Um and uh and then I uh I walk away <laughs> hashtag I walk away. Well no, I'm being I'm being called by my fang. It's not it's not polite to let us to, to let them go on without me. I'm waiting for Pyrus to pass me. Uh, Pyrus is walking away, so. Revan isn't uh, following. No, he's he's like glancing at his other fang mates, being like, "You see, I totally won. I won right there. I'm the winner." And they all seem to be supporting this hypothesis: the fact that he is the winner and you are not. I'm leading Pyrus in the direction of uh, Juin and. Uh, uh, Garavel. Okay. Uh, so that in case Pyres is attacked from behind by Brevin, then that's in plain sight of our faculty. So I'll follow. I'll take a follow. Rear. Cowards. All three of them. And their uniforms suck. Try hard. may head off towards the mess which is in the opposite direction cool as soon as they're uh they're gone i'm gonna turn around and go back the other way juin glances at uh garavel just shakes her head and walks back towards the barracks garavel just watches with his long spindly fingers just drumming on his arm <sighs> well Test one complete. Thank you, Gail. Whispered. Regards. Regards. Gail Regards. whispered. <laughs> Gail whispered. <laughs> That's very funny. Look, he called you an idiot, but he's the idiot. Also, he asked for help last year when he was failing. He asked me to tutor him. Did he really? Mm -hmm. Some hot gossip, gossip, the doll Gail whispered. It's not gossip, it's facts. No, I know. If it's not common knowledge, it could be gossip, I guess is what I'm saying. Well, don't, like, use that for anything. Oh. Oh, I see. Where you get power is by what you know about your enemy because they're being too stupid to keep anything inside. Pyrus, we've both seen you naked. You don't have to prove anything to us, okay? That's right. You have nothing more to hide. <laughs> we have seen you at your core. 
You don't have to... I feel very seen. ...size yourself up. Mmm, 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 But mm. Brevin is arrogant, wealthy, spoiled rotten, quick to anger, and therefore easy to manipulate. We learned all of that just from two minutes. He is... He's the kind of dragon blood who gives all of us a bad name. And who gives the House of Bells a bad name. He just gives and himself a bad name. No. Our actions define more than just ourselves. His fang. He and his exactly. fang are a bunch of shits. They're bullies. They like picking on anyone they can pick on. Don't let them win. Should have learned that. I was taught to stand up to bullies. Yeah. They stopped bothering my fang year one. Sounds like a story, Oresta. <sighs> if he keeps pulling that shit, he's going to end up with a broken jaw. Let's just leave it at that. But wouldn't it be so much more satisfying to defeat him in another way? Oh yeah, that's why I haven't done it yet. He wants you to fight him. So don't fight him. He wants to look good in front of his fang. So don't fight him in front of his fang. Fight him alone. If you want to. <laughs> or make his fang lose trust in him. I... I don't know. I... He's an idiot. Yeah. Like you said, I don't... Just let him get to... lost in the woods when we're doing a goddamn battle practice. Knowing our luck, we'll probably be paired with his fang at some point. Let's just not give whoever the hell this is in charge of all this any sort of incentive to kick us out. No. You're right. I, uh... <laughs> beginning of year five, still haven't quite managed to, um... Uh... Rein in my passions, shall we say. It just should knows be, how to cut to the quick. It should yeah. be pointed out that failure out of the House of Bells... The most common way to leave the House of Bells. Death is one way, but uh, <laughs> failing out is, is definitely a thing. And honestly, it used to be that if you failed out of the House of Bells, then you would never be able to serve in any army because it would show that you can't cut it. These days, a lot of, a lot of armies kind of need people no matter what, right? There's, um, the fact is that the Scarlet Empress has been gone for five years. And all of the great houses are trying to figure out ways to manipulate, cheat, gajole, win, force, or fight their way into power. And so they often will take people who aren't graduates of the House of Bells, mm. but who at least have some of the training. Now, that being said, if your fang ever falls to three, you risk your fang being disbanded and everyone else being redistributed to other fangs, which may be missing a member at any one point in time. You seem to have been given a reprieve based on the fact that you are only three and not immediately being distributed elsewhere. Strange in and of itself. Very. I mean, the... if we're going to be making enemies by taking someone, should we take someone out of his fang? This was something I considered, but they would need to be vetted carefully. The two of you already have apparent strengths that I can see will complement my own. 
why why us do you think I'm simply asking a question that I think we're all probably thinking. Here yeah. at the House of Bells, you live or die based on the strength of your bond with your fang. I was very close with them, as I'm sure you all were. We're being set up. Something's, something's going on, and as much as the others have been marched away, minus two, something is up. Everyone knows, and everyone will know if they didn't notice that we're separate. Well, exactly. The powers that be want us to be here, either to, as you say, Aresta, to play our hand and fail, or perhaps give us an opportunity to prove ourselves. I don't know why. I'm not much of a thinker. <laughs> Well, okay. <laughs> it doesn't help to hypothesize right now. We need facts. And right now, the only facts I know is that the three of us are in a new fang. I know more facts than that, but as are directly pertinent to what we're talking about. Right. The three of us are in a new fang. We need to not get our asses kicked on day one. My ass was not going to be kicked for and what it's worth. We need a good breakfast to start our day. Since there's no run, all the more time to eat. Might actually be able to chew your food before you swallow. I... Fires! <laughs> <laughs> uh. But I like my food now! Um... <laughs> uh, we're headed in towards we're the mess hall. In. When you make it into the mess hall, I should point out that um, in the mess, there are a fantastic um, number of, of foods available, right? Like, I should point out, you are still cadets. You will not be eating as well as you would if you were at home. But this is still, you are still dynastic, dragon-blooded, subject to uh, every possible uh, luxury as long as it isn't seen as pampering you. So plenty of food to get you uh, all fueled up for the rest of the day. And you do, however, notice that the tables with which you would normally have seated with your former fang mates are all empty. That's heavy. <laughs> That's heavy. Um, I don't know. Is there a creaky old shitty wet table somewhere we can sit no, at? No, I right. gravitate under a leaky roof. <laughs> Man, I gravitate towards my old table. It's empty. It's empty. Damn, Aresta. Let's go. <laughs> uh, actually, that is a good question, John. Like, I mean, tables are presumably sort of like assigned to fangs, but are they also assigned to barracks? Like, should, could we do that? Tables are so, as as in many schools much of it is tradition as opposed to rule. So people tend to sit at the tables that their fang always sits at. But it's not like a rule. And there are definitely times where people sit uh, away from their fangs if for some reason they have reason to. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, is there... Uh, how about a table that's close to the exit? <laughs> so your usual table. Just in case. <laughs> You can sit at your old fangs table. 
It's relatively close to the exit. Excellent. Standing, um, standing up at, at the table and regaling them with a tail is Brevin over at his table, which is certain, which is a, a fair distance away. Enough that you can't quite clearly hear what he's saying, but he's raising his arms and pantomiming and there's laughter, not just from his fang, but from the other tables surrounding. And every once in a while, there's this glance over at the three of you. I will not give him power. I will not give him power. I will not give him power. So how was your break? I'm sorry? How was your break? Between years? Tell me about your holiday. It was not a holiday. Tell me about your time off between semesters. I am attempting to distract you. <laughs> I used my time in a way that was new to me. I normally would return home. I did not want to. Why not? There was to be someone there that I didn't want to see. Your sister. I'm sorry? Your sister. What do you know about my sister? I know that she went here before you. I know that she's very decorated. That's all everyone knows about her. Yep. <laughs> so, I decided to stay here to get uh, a bit of reading done in advance. What are you reading? Um, we don't have our, we wouldn't have our books on us because I don't have like a little book bag. Although, <laughs> note to self, get me one of those like little leather straps, like a book holder. What are those called? You know what I'm talking about. Like a book strap. <laughs> you, know what I'm you know, everyone know what I'm talking about. Yes. It's, like, it's like a belt for your books. And then you just sling it over your shoulder and shit. It's beautiful. I love that. Um, thank you. Uh, but I don't have that on me. So I'll, I'll, uh, quote some readings that we have for this current semester. Gail inquires as to the editions that he has been reading. Editions? Yeah. The, first, first edition, second. Well, the one that they, the one that they gave us. Oh, okay. You're by the letter. <laughs> Brevin's Fang already completed breakfast. Stand up. And as they're heading out towards the exit, which of course puts them on a path towards Ugh. you... Brevin is continuing his story. And of course, it wasn't just Gale Whispered who prevented this clash of fates from occurring. There was the other one. Oh, I don't really know that much about her. I mean, her parents aren't that interesting. Her parents aren't, aren't even exalted. I suppose even the elemental dragons in their wisdom can take pity on a nobody. And there's laughter, and then one of them kicks one of the legs of your chair. I'd as like they go to by. stand right the fuck up and grab, like, I'd like <laughs> to actually try to uh, grab their leg as I stand up. I'm okay. like half over the table, like, because I need to get in on this ASAP. 
so, you know what? Let's just, we're not going to enter combat with this yeah. just yet. But I will have you roll a dexterity martial arts. See if this is another double botch. It's not. Yay! One, two, three, four successes. Four successes. Whoa. Okay, so you do manage to grab the ankle. Huh? Um, you manage to grab this guy's ankle, haul it up. So now he's, thing is, he's still quite flexible. Mm -hmm. So he's now standing with one of his feet in the air. So he's off balance, but he hasn't fallen yet. Oh, you almost tripped. Sorry about that. And I'd like to like throw his foot down. So impressive. As you throw his foot down, that's when the rest of Brevin's Fang just steps forward. They pull your chair out and they smash it on the ground, splintering it. Hmm, breaking school property. You've got to be more careful. How mature. So this is going to be it. Hmm? Your first day as a fang and you're already attacking us. Weird, you just broke my chair. Oh, I don't think anybody saw that. Oh, I see. Uh, I would like to sort of like blatantly turn and motion to the rest of the room. Are any of them uh, looking in this direction? Well, they are now, now that they uh -huh. hear yeah. the splintering of a chair. Oh, sure. Okay. You better watch yourself. It's not like mommy and daddy can get you out of any trouble. Yeah, I know. I don't have to rely on being molly coddled. John, but I guess I now know where your manners come from. Uh, <laughs> can I attempt to start an ooh <laughs> at, uh, uh, at Arrested <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah, you can try. Um, <laughs> this You're is great, Gail. Keep it up, buddy. <laughs> this is this is an attempt to get the entire room to do that, or are you just doing it yourself and hoping that they follow? Oh, yeah, no, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to. Uh, Thank you, guys. I'm trying to um, not inspire. That's the that's the technical term. But I'm trying to get the room into it. Yeah. So you are trying to inspire. <laughs> that's literally what inspiring is. <laughs> that's literally what that. That's literally what that means. Thank you, Snoopaloo. Um, well, then, yes. Okay, sure. So, what you are attempting to do is inspire um, well, excitement. Like well, yeah, or awe at the burn, or... No, I think, yeah. I so think inspiration only lets you choose an emotion. Right. It's up to me to decide what they do with that emotion. So pick an emotion, and... I mean, the thing is, if you succeed, and it's right after a sick yeah. burn, then that's probably what it's going to be. Burn. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, choose, I'll choose excitement as the thing I want to... Excitement? Like, yeah. All right. Now that you are attempting to do this against a, a mass of people, we'll bring in the rule that Gilded uh, Good mentioned before. So this is a mass attempt at social influence. So there is a minus three penalty to your roll. Okay. Um, but this is an a this is appearance, presence. Pirates. A pirates. That's me. Yay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to. Uh, yeah, I'm going to spend. Two motes uh, for a success. Mm -hmm. And then if I roll any tens, I get to roll some uh, dice. 
Okay. Some non for sure. Dice. I'll also give you two dice for your stunt. Yes, sir. Thank you. Let's spend some motes. <laughs> Commit motes? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I really want to keep this going forever. Okay. So I'm going to roll an additional die. There's a 10 here. Yes, appearance is actually useful in Exalted Pukajutsu, and we can get into why that is uh, while he's counting. Appearance in social influence matters if your appearance is higher than your opponent's. It makes it easier for you to uh, persuade them um, just based on the fact that you're hot. But also, uh, appearance is used not when it's um, when it's your genuine belief or when you're trying to manipulate somebody else, but when it is uh, very simply... Uh, a a gut instinct attempt to to get people to follow you. The exalted are very good at uh, at trying to get people to follow their whims, and sometimes all it takes is just a commanding attitude, which would be appearance. I rolled with my automatic success seven successes, and that includes the minus three penalty oh. to dice that you were supposed to. No, thank you. So I will re-roll that. Re-roll, please. Thank you. I did forget. But yep. there's still a... I, I bought a success, so we'll speak about that. Oh, you, you can keep that. I just mean, I was like, seven? Wow, that's a lot, for considering that you have three fewer dice to work with because of your penalty. Roll for the tens. Nope. Damn. But appearance is also not necessarily based on uh, just your physical appearance. It can also be your bearing. It can be your fashion choices. There's a lot that goes into it. Go ahead. Six successes. Oh, well, that's just not nearly as good, is it? <laughs> I know, I know. It's, sorry. So six successes is still beyond what most people would be capable of, uh, but you are exalted. This does prompt the crowd to start uh, to start getting very interested. There's some chanting, and then you see that there's people who are pulling tables away to create space <laughs> for this to occur. No, I wouldn't want to get a stern letter from your parents. No, you wouldn't, because they could buy and sell your pathetic family over four times. Cute. You say cute, but that's only because you don't understand what it's like to live here. Are you sure you're not a lost egg? Or maybe you're a look-shy traitor? Tell me who you really are, or did you somehow manage to exalt from base parentage? If you haven't done your research, it's not my job to educate you. Are you? And, and <laughs> can I jump in here as well? Yeah. yeah. Um, and like, like enough for everybody to hear. Brevin, do you want to tell everybody what the fuck is your problem? You're so angry. You're so filled with spite and hate and jealousy and it's disgusting <laughs> Previn Roll it's not a battle. good look on you trust me I know a good look on you I don't know if to zoom, let him hear that roll join battle yeah I do yeah I'm okay. trying to turn this around on him okay here we go <laughs> he just said roll no. join battle oh, oh shit oh yep. yeah. sorry yeah sorry zoom is doing this with our volumes so yeah, yeah so you, you can't necessarily hear when someone jumps in Nope, not battle groups. Problem, no. So I will let I will let Gale whispered, and I will also uh, uh, Arresta. Although at the moment it's Brevin who is willing to join battle, and the intention is to act towards uh, Pyres. So I had my eyes on Brevin. So 
definitely react. In uh, I, can I can I opt to not roll at this point and then yep. roll if I decide to act? Yes, you would then roll when you decide to, and then the be- at the beginning of the next round you would roll join battle, and then you would slot into the initiative order where you would end up. Perfect. Gail is still eating her roll. <laughs> I can't argue with that. <laughs> All She's right. arranging battle formations in the crumbs on her, in like in the peas on her plate. Battle formations. <laughs> you know, if Pyrus just took two steps to the left, he would be able to utilize the benches covers. From... All right. <laughs> this carrot Please is Pyrus. Loudly. I would be a carrot. <laughs> I sure hope that your characters are updated on lat casting a Temi. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, Pyrus, your initiative. Uh, what did you roll as a result? Uh, uh, I rolled six. Uh, yes, I rolled six as a result. There we go. Okay, put my, put so throw in. yourself into battle, please. Yeah, I'm also at six. And Brevin. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. So nine. Sorry. Okay. So then that makes sense, which means that Kathak Pyres, you are going to start out with an initiative of nine. Yes. Uh, and Aresta? Six. Whoops, I just, there we go. Uh, Aresta will throw you in at six. And we'll say that Brevin is A on this one. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's going to go in at six. Okay. So uh, that means that we have Aresta and Brevin sitting at six on the initiative scale. But for you... Pyres, you start at nine. Let me give you a very brief rundown of what this actually means. In Exalted, combat is handled a little bit differently than from other games. The most important stat is actually initiative, because it's initiative that you're going to be able to use in an attempt to actually try to damage the other opponent. On your turn, you can choose to make either a withering attack or a decisive attack. A withering attack is your attempt to build your own initiative track, while also reducing your opponents. A decisive attack, however, if that is is successful, means that you get to roll your current initiative as your damage pool. So withering attacks are attempts to have your character gain the advantage in the fight. Maybe if your initiative is low, it means that you're on the back foot, you're against the wall, you're stumbling, or maybe you've had a couple of insignificant cuffs, like a few bruises or scrapes. Whereas a high initiative means that you have gained the advantage in the fight. Uh, think of it in terms of like a fighting game if your super meter is charged up properly compared to somebody else. But when you attack, you are risking your initiative in order to make sure that they are the ones who take damage. The only way to deal health levels of damage is through decisive attacks. And your initiative ends up forming that pool. So you want to make sure that your initiative is high enough that when you actually make your attack, it's worthwhile. When we roll join battle, it's assumed that you have the ability to put your weapons in hand. So are you drawing your weapons at this time? Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, that for you is a Tetsubo. Mm-hmm. You want to say what a Tetsubo is? Uh, it's a large two-handed bat with some spikes on it. It's not quite nails. It's more like small, shallow spikes, but it's still a spike bat. It's uh, traditionally used to unseat riders off of horses. And Pyres, you're currently wielding? I'm wielding uh, two red jade dieclaves, which are 
sort of long short swords. Um, they're an artifact weapon. Uh, they go by the name of Hope and Abandon. All right. So this is it. We're gonna we're gonna get started here uh, for our first combat of of the game. Uh, Pyres, you have the highest initiative. It is your action first. Well, I just. I was up on the table um, or sort of like midway into getting up on the table when I asked him what the fuck is his problem and I, I said how disgusting it was and then I said it wasn't a good look on him and I said, I know what's a good look on you. Um, I'd like to uh, leap down off the table and drive the pommels of my uh, swords into his chest to knock him down. John, I have nine initiative. I want to make a decisive attack right out of the gate. You're just going for it right away. I'm going for it. I want to knock him down and end this now. Okay, so I'm going to say that you have stunted properly, so you'll gain two extra dice for this. Uh, remember that your decisive attacks do not include your weapon uh, accuracy, so your decisive attack pool is only your uh, dexterity and your relevant combat ability. Great. Um I'm going to... Brevin's uh, defense, I should point out, currently is four. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to spend uh, two motes to add two dice to my pool using uh, my charm. I'm going to channel some of my, like, anima, anima, some of my essence into driving down, trying to attack him here. Okay. Uh, I'll spend for my peripheral pool, but it's two motes. What do I want to do here? Yeah, two dice. Okay, here we go. That is seven successes. Well, that's definitely enough to beat his defensive four. So take your nine dice of initiative. That is your damage pool. Go ahead and roll. Cool. It's not an insignificant defense. You're correct. But it's been overcome. Uh, Roll (laughs) well. Remember that your zeros don't double on a damage roll. Correct. Pyres is angry. Uh, This is three successes. Okay. Oh, I thought it was seven. Okay. So with three successes, that's enough to, to definitely do some solid damage. As you slam the pommels of your, uh, of your diclaves into his chest, uh, you can hear the sort of hollow thud and some creaking of his ribs as he stumbles back a little bit, uh, his eyes wide. Aresta, it is your action. Uh, I intend to attack... Um... Brevin, uh, if he is also attacking me, I believe that would put us in clash. Uh, he is, in fact, uh, he was originally going to attack Pyres, um, but why not? Okay. Clash, He's going to attack clash, you. Clash, clash, clash. All right. Uh, I will uh, be spending some motes uh, to activate Become the Hammer, um, which will give me a few extra dice to my roll, and I am going to be... Uh, Picking up my tetsu bow and whirling it right across his knees. Um, you're looking yeah. to break his legs. Yeah. Now, is this a withering attack? This or is a withering attack? attack. Okay, so you're going for a withering yeah. attack. Yeah. Here. All right. Uh, I think that I, don't, I think that he's going to try for a decisive attack. He wants to at least cause some damage on his way out of this. Okay. So uh, he's going to attempt to uh, bring 
uh, <coughs> as your Tetsubo is swung forward, he's going to attempt to slam the heel of his foot just directly on the wrist, holding that Tetsubo uh, in an attempt to deal you some damage. All right. So we're going to roll together. Mm-hmm. Defenses don't matter. Mm-hmm. Whoever comes out on top is the one who does the damage. Let's go. Do it. Two successes. The real star here is... Four successes. Then that's enough. Remember that you have two threshold successes. Mm-hmm. So you add that to I'm your attack. As Gale. Uh, his soak mm-hmm. is currently four. So remember that soak is subtracted yeah. from your total yeah. pool. Uh, and I will correct. re-roll any sixes that appear, um, thanks to become the hammer. That is a secondary effect of it. Absolutely. That is 16, us- 16 usually. Uh, plus your plus two, two minus four ma- brings it down to 14. That's Let's right. Go. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a six eight. and a six. Neither of you spent six. more than five motes of peripheral. Correct. And it was Not personal. personal. Uh, that is another I'm six. Great. Well, One, two, three, nice. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven withering damage. Shit. With levering with eleven withering damage, uh, which is a significant amount of damage, uh, Arresta, that means that you are going to gain twelve initiative. Yep. And it means that uh, Brevin is going to lose eleven. You gain you gain an extra one for successfully attacking somebody. Um but that means that your initiative has now been put right up to 18. Uh, however, uh, your opponent is down to minus five. You've put him into initiative crash, which also means, Arresta, that you gain an extra five for up crashing plus. your opponent. Uh, just a note that Pyres should be down to three at this uh, point. Oh, yes. Pyres should oh, have reset. The old yes. tracker do. Yeah. Yeah, I updated them well, yeah. Uh, okay, wow. so amazing after after having his chest smashed and then now thoroughly pulling himself back he's fallen over one of the tables um and is still trying to bring his guard up he's definitely in a poor position right now uh round uh i'm gonna go to knock him out uh this will be a decisive attack i just want to double check God, I have so many pieces of paper. Bashing. Yes, good. Great. Uh, yeah. So with initiative 23, I assume you're going for a decisive attack? Yes. Uh, I'm again going to spend my four motes for Become the Hammer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and this is the corner uh, of the mess hall where Brevin's brains <laughs> <laughs> Um. So. I'll point out that the Tetsubo does bashing damage. Mm-hmm. Yes. Compared to uh, the lethal damage that you deal. Uh, now, he doesn't want to die, Yeah, but he doesn't have much in the way of defense right now. He is crashed. Mm-hmm. Uh, his defense is four. Okay. Uh, I am going to uh, <laughs> swing the Tetsubo down, like, to... I'm actually going to jab the Tetsubo down, so it's going to lean right on his sternum and hopefully crack a few ribs. Okay. Uh, gain two extra dice for your stunt and go for it. 
Can I quickly toss in on to Gilead Good that we're using lock casting a Temi, which is beautiful, and the combat tracker there now automatically gives you your moats back at the end of round. It's awesome. Gorgeous. Yeah, we don't fuck. even have to think anymore. Yeah, That's why I had them back. Yeah, I'll put them away again. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven successes. Okay, that That's beats his four. That's three, uh, no, three threshold, but it does dice. not matter. Yeah, what's his defense? Uh, his defense was four, but it doesn't matter for a decisive attack. You just yeah. roll your initiative, which is 23, which is high. Significant. I... Like I'm just gonna reroll three from the, my pistols, uh, and sixes reroll because of behind the hammer. Is that also included for decisive attacks? Let me double check. Um, slapper, no. Attack. Yep, they do. Lethal damage unarmed, but I'm not on edge of the cedar. Yep. Yeah, damage roll. We won't have a seat left after this, if you know what I mean. And your initiative also resets to three because yeah. you have made a successful attack. This is intense, man. Four successes. Four successes? Yeah, four damage. That's, no offense, a horrible roll. Yeah. For the oh, wait, I have three more dice that I need to roll. Sorry, I forgot oh, about the 23. 20. So many dice. Five. So many Five dice. successes? Yeah. All right, so then that's a total of eight health levels that you've managed to pop off this person. Mm -hmm. If Brevin had ox body technique, he might still have some health levels left. He does not. Ooh. You managed to bring your Tetsupo down directly onto his sternum. You... Definitely hear a pop, um, and his head cracks against the table, and his eyes roll up into the back of his head, and he passes out. Do not speak ill of my house or my family. I'm saying this to his fang. Do not pick on those who you deem lesser than you. Always punch up. And I'd like to turn and move to leave the methyl. Um, this isn't like an overt social action, but I, I want to just like shout Oresta into the rest of the hall, like in a celebratory, you know what I mean? Oresta! Ooh. Just to the hall. Gail? I am quietly uh, getting up, stepping over <laughs> Brevin, and following Aresta. To his fang's credit, <laughs> they do not retaliate against you, but they look at you, sizing you up, knowing who just did this. But the rest of the crowd is cheering at this brutal display. Now, admittedly, it was a two-on-one. You did both, but he did attack Aresta, even though Pyres went first. So there wasn't quite the same level of like, you know, why are you picking on him that way? You still hear cheers as the three of you exit the mess hall. Um, and then standing outside is Jewel, idly holding her dire lash in one hand. Juin? Juin, sorry, not Jewel. No, that's okay. Juin. This is how you decide to spend literally the first hour of your existence together. 
taking down folks that are trying to take advantage of our situation. Making sure that we are no further crippled than we have already been. Gail whispered, Your analysis of these tactics, please. It seemed clear that Regara Brevin was intent on spilling blood. He had no intention of backing down, even after he was the first one hit. His fangmates did not join in, meaning he does not have their respect. I would not be surprised to see the fang disbanded because of his actions in the near future. Clearly, he attacks Aresta with words because he now understands that he is no match for her in any other regard. The two of you get to class, and she looks over at Aresta and Pyres. Go. Uh, I'm, I'm heading off uh, with Aresta. We'll head to the... Aresta. Yeah, you, you have classes together. Basically, oh, everyone in a year goes to the same lecture, right. the same lecture. Un- unless it, there's like a breakout, in which case it's more like, okay, well, if you're one of those archery chumps, go over there. And if you're like the kind of people who ride horses, <laughs> go over here. Uh, I'd like to archery. try to catch Gail Whispered's eye, um, just to do like a quick little check-in if she's okay with us leaving her. Uh, she gives you back a blank stare. Cool. She doesn't look panicked. I'll go. She doesn't look panicked. Uh, has has Gail Whispered <laughs> ever looked panicked? I don't think so. I mean, she's been panicked. She's been yes. panicked. Guaranteed. But, but I don't doesn't... know if her face changes. I'm working on that. <laughs> <laughs> because good. Liz's face is often panicked. Yeah. <laughs> Come with me, Juin. Or, sorry, Juin says, come with me. As she starts to walk back across the quad. Why do you think I disagree with your tactical analysis? Because you were observing the battle from a different perspective. You were observing from the perspective of faculty. I was observing from the biased perspective of watching my fang mates attack an enemy. Do you believe that Brevin has lost the faith of the rest of his fang? I believe that is incoming. Why? Because he suffered a defeat at the hands of two? Because he walked into two fights he could not win. We gave him an out. He did not take it. Some would call that bravery. He was beat down and no one stood to his defense. That is all I need to know about him. Strategic analysis of your two fangmates. Kafak Pyres has the making of a truly great commander. When he speaks, people listen. He has the potential to instill and inspire enormous armies the fact arresta will not suffer bullies or imbeciles or anyone talking down to those who are beneath them would you follow him i would have him believe so yes 
Straight face. Fuck. Sorry. Not Liz. No, it's me. Would you believe that his commands were correct? If I was the one who gave them to him, yes. Would you trust him with your life? To be determined. You just saw what happened in there. I did. And that's not enough for you? No, it is not. What would be? For me to trust him with my life, my life would have to be in danger and he would have to save it. And I will aim for that to never be the case. Therefore, I may never know if I can trust him with my life. It seems like a lonely way to go about it. I do not need to trust my fangmates with my life to trust them. Are you not a soldier? I am a soldier, quartermaster. And is not the purpose of a soldier to act as part of a unit? Yes, but it is also important for certain members of the unit to be able to see how the unit operates as a whole. It is impossible to see how you are operating as a whole if you are within. I am within and without. It is important to have people like me. You understand that armies don't typically like soldiers who attempt to place themselves outside the unit. They do not like them, but they need them. I believe this is why I am still here. We'll see how well your beliefs treat in the future. Get to class. The class that you have now for all of you uh, is a it is a, a class on immaculate philosophy. Oh, perfect. <laughs> the professor for immaculate philosophy. <laughs> Are you like, is this like a dream for you? Like, oh no, boy. No, it's just like, oh boy, fun, fun subjects. The professor I thought for. I was glancing dreamily at the professor as well. I don't know. Depends, depends. The professor for this subject is Neman Nijak, N E J A K. Who looks like he never stopped being a monk, even though he isn't technically one. Um, he's got uh, his robes are very simple, very plain, obviously made of magnificent, you know, craftsmanship and materials, but uh, seemingly plain. His head shaved except for one lock, which comes right at the back of his head. Uh, elaborately braided and wrapped around his shoulders. And the rest of the class has sat down. There is, of course, Brevin, who is missing, and Gail Whispered, who's the last to arrive. But he doesn't seem to make mention of it. And as you sit down... Well, I thought that today we would discuss anathema. 
he spends the next 60 minutes doing nothing but discuss training. Training that any of the exalted should be doing in order to prepare for threats against the anathema. Clearly, he's not actually teaching his class. He is going over a subject that he knows very well and doing a very good job of seeming like he knows what he's talking about, but deliberately avoiding the topics of the other types of exalted that exist in creation. The solar exalted, the former uh, rulers of creation who fell in their own hubris and were overthrown by the dragon-blooded. The lunar exalted, the beast-like warriors, the chosen of Luna, who were the who served as the consorts and advisors of the solars. Gone. But not covered. Not in this class. However, if you really did want to know how many push-ups it takes to feel like you're completely jacked, well, Nedjack's your guy, apparently. <laughs> um, I'm going to raise my hand, or w whatever the equivalent would be. Pliers, yes. What is it that I can do for you? <laughs> Professor Nedjack. Yes. Do you not believe it? Uh, perhaps you are still coming to it, sir. Do you not believe it would be wise for us to know as much as possible about this threat so that we may meet it head on on the battlefield or with bureaucracy as needs arise? What, what threat are you talking about? Well, the, the threat of the anathema here in creation, Professor. Well, the anathema are not a threat. That's why we have the wild hunt. The wild hunt is set to hunt them all down as soon as they appear. They're destroyed so that they cannot threaten the realm. Sorry. <laughs> of course, sir. I suppose if any of us were to have the honor of joining the Wild Hunt, we would learn more there about their uh, appearance, their 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 tactics, their powers. A uh, a shy hand gets raised off to the other side of the classroom and uh, the uh, student talking is um, Tepit Single Edge who is an air aspect and she uh, she has a very uh, quiet voice but she says Professor, I don't know whether you actually informed us about how we are to recognize one of the anathema. I'm certain that that would be useful for us, even if, of course, they aren't a threat to the realm. Although I, I believe they are, are they not? Is that not why we have the wild hunt? Oh, I've never been so insulted to have my... Teaching called into question by a mere fifth-year conduct. Oh, well, very well, if you must know. The auras that surround these anathema, you can see the disgusting marks that appear on their foreheads. The marks of the blasphemous, and the, and he indicates the cast marks of the solar exalted um, by drawing them using a, a wax stylus on the wall. There's, of course, the sunburst, 
the uh, full disk, the setting sun, the night, and the eclipse. And yet his the names that he chooses for these are not the same. The forsaken, the blasphemous. As he goes through them now, this is a topic that clearly he's a little less comfortable discussing. But it, to your knowledge, is correct at the very least. Well, sure. If I can make eye contact with Tepet Single Edge as I sit down or was seated, I guess, I just want to give her a, give them a smile and like a, you know, thanks kind of look. You're you're smiling at at uh, at Tepet Single Edge. Yeah, from my perspective, they came to my aid and kind of like helped bolster my argument. So I'm going to give them thanks. She she looks up and then immediately just puts her head back down and starts taking notes, like just hardcore note taking. So so many. Oh, she's even has to shuffle the papers. Oh wow, there's just so many notes to take. So many notes. (laughs) So many notes. All the notes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Class dismissed. Go on, get out of here. And it, it's like a full 15 minutes early. Not to look a gift horse in the mouth, I am one to leave. <laughs> <laughs> That's time in the sun. Let's go. Let's go. Time in the sun. <laughs> Gotta work on my tan, bro. Oh, I'm just kidding. God. I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Oh. I would never. It's a gorgeous day outside. Like perfect temperature. Only a couple of clouds in the sky to break the monotony. It's beautiful. Uh, I mean, I don't know if these two are kind of a like, well, I don't know. I, I would like to wait for my fang mates and then go yeah. outside to the quad, whatever, and flop down on the grass, but I'll see what what they want to do. <laughs> Some- grass adjacent to some shade nice um i will join the uh grassy sunny side but uh so tactics moving forward this won't be the uh end of trouble from brevin or others i'm sure we need to see if he outright attacks again You did the right thing responding to his challenge in the middle of the mess hall with the rest of the students watching. This was tactfully intelligent. And I learned a lot. What did you, what did you learn? I'll let you know as it's pertinent. (laughs) Okay, suitably (laughs) chastised, I turn to Aresta. Uh, (laughs) I learned not to ask fucking questions. Yeah, apparently, (laughs) god damn. Your question is irrelevant. Arresta, I am incredibly impressed and... Thanks for the assist. Well, thank you. I don't think you needed it. (laughs) She did not. This, a little bit more privately, is how I dealt with him in first year. Seems he's not very good at remembering the lessons he's learned. That would imply that he learned a lesson at all. You're right, though. 
We need to be ready. I think... I don't think people... I know there are some who are twisted by their power. Not, not anathema. I mean, there are some princes of the earth who are twisted by their power. They become angry. They become lonely. They become perhaps concerned about their place here. But I believe that we can win him over. Is that what you want to do? I'm not sure. Revan's just a spoiled brat. You think he can fix that? Probably not. <laughs> He's made himself very unpleasant to not only us, but I do not believe he's held in high esteem with the faculty either. His grades certainly would not reflect that. I believe he is being kept around to challenge those who need to be challenged, like us. Which means that whenever he does challenge you, you need to think very carefully about how you respond and how it looks. Mm. You think he's only at the House of Bells as a tool to help others prove themselves? Each one That's of us is do. a tool. We fight in fangs. We fight against one another in sparring matches. We're entirely tools for one another. It's education. That is true. So if he challenges you in private, think of if it's worth rising to. If he challenges you in front of everyone, it would be good to accept and it would be better to win. This is about as close as Gail gets to saying Kukuzers! You know, drop him like a class you hate. Right. (laughs) You drop classes? (laughs) You hate classes? How dare you? (laughs) Can I drop Jim? (laughs) It's called... Can I drop this physical meat? (laughs) Can I drop outdoor ed? (laughs) That's called quitting (laughs) the House of Bells. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I here? God, it's so good. Arresta, <laughs> really I really appreciate as well you managed to get the last word in. I hope those I hope his fangmates really took it to heart. I will tell. Um I wanna I wanna try I wanna read intentions on Arresta. Okay. Based on what based on what she said in the fight, um, specifically, uh, always or I think it was always punch up mm-hmm. or like don't punch down. I just want to know if uh, she has any intimacies towards, you know, bullies or unfair fights. Mm. Uh, okay, but don't my guile is too. Okay, you can uh, just oh then I I can let you know. like I cannot resist. Yeah, you can you can just let him know if you would prefer. Yeah. So, do you have any intimacies relating to bullies? Minor intimacy. I will not suffer a bully. Minor. Okay, cool. Ah. It's almost as if you had it known. <laughs> Something that came up uh, after session zero. Oh, that's true. I was like, I could tell what was happening. And I was like, this is an intimacy. I need to write this down. <laughs> I should write this down. <laughs> While you're sitting in your pleasant patch of grass, you can see that across from you are the uh, faculty offices. 
not all faculty members have an office here. Uh, Juwin's office is honestly just close to the barracks because it's her job to listen for naughty students. Um, but you can see standing in the window, looking at the three of you, is the Commandant of the House of Bells. Tepet Nguyen. No, sorry, Nouvelle, right? Is it Nouvelle? I have it here. Nouvelle. Nuven. <laughs> Sorry, Nuven. I should learn the names. Uh, Tevet Nuven. Yeah. Uh, Nuven is an air aspect who just has uh, almost like a ghost-like appearance, very pale. Uh, her hair is done very elaborately in two braids that go right down to her feet. Um, white, white hair. Um and her hands clasped behind her back. Uh, I should point out that no one has ever seen her carry a weapon if she wasn't teaching somebody how to use one. Um, nobody has seen her uh, ever fall. But it should be pointed out that it used to be when you first arrived at the, uh, at the House of Bells um, that she used to tour the grounds rather often she'd go and visit different classes sometimes offer her own perspective when it came to instruction occasionally even taking over an entire lesson which depending on the teacher made them either quite happy or quite annoyed but it was three years ago that house Tepet mounted a campaign against the anathema of the bull of the north gathered many of their uh, princes of the earth, marched forward, and suffered disastrous losses. A house that was once known for its martial prowess, one of the preeminent houses in the empire, all of a sudden found itself completely crushed by this one campaign. And while they used to feel like they had quite a hold on power, they no longer do. And ever since this has happened, Nuven hasn't really left her offices unless it was for a, an appropriate ceremony. She's still very well respected. She still absolutely takes part in student life, but she no longer teaches classes like she once did. She no longer just parades around when needed. But I should point out one thing. There is a saying about Nuven among the students. Watch your legs. Because if she speaks with you, it either means that you're about to go far or your legs are about to be broken. Are we being observed directly by Tepet Nuven? Or is it just that she's... She's watching of... you from her window. <laughs> I think I literally go. Okay, maybe not literally. It starts to rain. Her, she puts one hand against the pane of glass. The theme from Requiem for a Dream starts playing. Oh my god! Oof! Oh god! So, our barracks is a shambles. I suppose we'll have to start on that before the end of 
next few days. Unless you enjoy nice. sleeping out in the rain. Much as we do so on certain campaigns, much nicer to not. I think there's a reason we've been stuck in that barracks, specifically. It's See very subtle. Get... It's very subtle. Sorry. Continue. Exactly. Exactly. Come together, make a show of fixing it and working together. That is... Uh... How good are you at fixing things? How much crafts do each of you have? <laughs> we it's did it tradition. again! <laughs> 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 Who was going to take some? I so we'd... I said before that there was no link between Exaltwitch Nexus, our previous Exalted campaign, <laughs> and Exaltwitch Academy, which is our current one. But apparently there is. Uh, our player character's either don't know how or choose not to buy crafts. Crafts goose egg. Goose egg. I'm sure we can figure it out. Like, I don't know. It's not like we pick up a hammer and we're just like, bah! you know what I mean? Mm. Well, I hope that's what happens. Buyers seduce a crafter quick. <laughs> hey, you want to come build some thing with Hammer me? my wood. Whoa! Hey, do you want to come break my bed and then fix it after? I hear you're good at handling tools. <laughs> 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 I really like break in my bed after. Oh wait, are Pyre's... On, I, have a, I have a charm for this guy. How I... active is Pyre's love life, and is this going to impact my sleep schedule? How Gail probably how says out loud. Do you sleep? So there are three empty barracks rooms now. Okay. So I should point out that while you share a room, quote unquote, uh, there are still like divisions between beds it's just not like a full wall so it's How not thick like are these divisions no, oh no. you can still hear each other <laughs> not enough damn it pyres little gale whispered if you know what i'm never mind okay all right it's good sorry i shouldn't make a amorous liaisons typically are not held in barracks rooms unless they are empty the old sock on the sliding <laughs> paper door trick doesn't necessarily work this time around <laughs> you just stick it in the door so that when you open it it falls out <laughs> flop <laughs> i mean you're encouraged to act together as a unit and one of the things about a, a, a unit is that you are ostensibly like family you are you you eat together you sleep together you uh but you know the 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 divisions are there they're more like they're more like divisions as opposed to walls i'll put it that way Fair. Flop, the sexiest word. I chose it specifically. <laughs> uh, Alfarius was here believes library. that the library is where... <laughs> you take your dirty thoughts out, out of, of my books! <laughs> I will... Having worked in libraries for a decade, uh, it is absolutely where people who are horny choose to make out. Yes, that is... that. That would make sense to me. <laughs> See the haunted barracks of uh uh um please can somebody make up this uh classified ad that Pyres is gonna put out. Um so using using the out. exact wording that Aragorn just posted. Pyres is going to put out. Got it. No. Okay. Oh god. <laughs> Damn Henshi. <laughs> Henshi, I think we need to have a conversation about what the use of socks are and <laughs> why do they always come in threes then, John, huh? What? It's a wind what? sock to catch the air aspects. Come on. <laughs> to 
catch them. Sorry. <sighs> to catch the air aspects come on. I think this call is broken. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Everyone knows what's up. Mm. Um, well, at the risk of just making a bunch of lewd comments outside of the... <laughs> <laughs> you just realized. Please don't die. What's happening? I don't want to yeah. hear. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, John down. Jenga. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he's dying. Oh my dying. god, we lost This is him. not good. Oh, that wrong? No. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Don't, you'll make it worse. <laughs> You're making it worse. <coughs> Alright, time to have our cleanup montage, I guess. I I'll get the mob. Give yourself I a minute. Okay. I thought you were the person sitting on the You're top. Good? Um, yeah. Over there. Oh, of course. You. The crosshair broke me. The crosshair broke him, oh. okay. <laughs> Oh yeah, my! Even <laughs> call if I break is making me swallow the wrong way. Yeah. Oh, oh God. You good? Talk amongst yourselves. All right. We will. Um, yeah. I'm. You're still muted for now. <clears throat> Should we hasten back to the barracks and With start cleaning? With minutes, I don't know um, whether that's enough. So much. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think we have a bit of time and we can get a head start. At least yeah. try to categorize what we'll need to fix. Pro you know, try to prioritize, I guess. Pr prioritize. Yeah. <coughs> Damn. Um, great. I can do the heavy lifting. <laughs> Maybe we could get new mattresses. What do you mean? I mean, Maybe we can steal new mattresses. Gale. There are three empty barracks rooms. Assuming they haven't also taken all of the beds out of them. We can just so do a little So let's go there and find the best three mattresses for ourselves. Gale, we can't take mattresses. We're just Why switching not? them. We're just moving furniture. We're not stealing property. We're literally rearranging it. It's like borrowing a library book and then returning it. And like, it, it's in the library, even if it's not on the shelf. Right. Gail looks at Aresta with a tremendous amount of respect. <laughs> <laughs> tremendous! Tremendous. <laughs> Which kind of looks like she's constipated. <laughs> That's her look, I swear. Is that what that... Okay. Yes. Uh, great. So to the three, our three former, I'm just going to take my old mattress in that case. So, John, we've decided, or sorry, I guess these two have decided, and I'm going along with it, that we're going to go and uh, switch our old mattresses in our old um, barracks for the new ones in our new barracks. Pyres is a little concerned about this plan, but he's excited to see how they're going to talk about it. All right. Well, that makes some sense. Uh, <clears throat> by all means, you can do so. Um, please, uh, let me know if there's anything that you're trying to do to enhance this action. I don't think any of you have stealth charms of any significance or. No. Nope. Or larceny. I don't have charms, nope. but I do. I'm pretty decent at stealing things. <laughs> Thanks, Gail. <laughs> Yay. Roll yes, me a die of luck. No. A die of luck? All three of you roll me a die of luck. <laughs> if you... If you match the roll that I made, then you're going to get 
noticed. Okay. Eight. One. Damn, Kate. Three. I don't even know what it is. Yep. Eight. No! Okay, oh no! Damn it. You rolled high. How dare So as you are pulling the mattresses out of your old barracks, uh, you hear again that same tap, 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 tap of the hilt of Juin's dire lash against the doorframe. That mattress doesn't look like it belongs to you. This is my old mattress. I'm going to repeat what I just said, and then you can tell me whether I said something incorrect. That mattress doesn't look like it belongs to you. I would like to request a switching of mattresses. This one for the one that is in my new barracks. Please, quartermaster. A thought exercise. Is it better to ask forgiveness than permission? It depends on the act. She walks forward and plants herself so that she's standing directly in front of you. How tall is Gail Whispered? She's not very tall. She's like 5'2". Okay. so Really not very tall, yeah. So... Uh, Juin, I should point out, which is also available on the wiki if you want to go and have a look for yourself. Uh, Juin's height is, in fact, defined at 190 centimeters. Which you know puts what? Her- Let's make her 5'4". Okay. This puts her over six feet tall if, you're, if, we're, if we're working in feet. So she stands and then she just looks right down at you. You're stealing. I am attempting to replace it with something of equal or lesser value. (laughs) Fang of the Lost Hand has been caught stealing property from another Fang. There is no Fang here. It was disbanded. And with that, she takes her dire lance and holding it not by the hilt, but by the actual lance itself, which incidentally, if you don't do so very carefully, it will just shred your hand. She reaches down and she clubs it across your knees. Oh. What did I tell you about the existence of any fang you thought you were a part of? The only fang I am a part of is the fang of the lost hand. And what fangs have you ever been a part of before this fang of the lost hand? None. There is only the fang of the lost hand. An incredible display from the thought master of Barracks 5. Don't get caught again. And she turns and she heads right back out of the barracks. Gail uh, goes to her happy place, which is the library. Aww. Now, do you continue stealing the mattress? No. For she did not actually stop you. That is correct. 
I know, but she's feeling she's feeling chastised, she's feeling dumb, and she's feeling weak because she can't drag the mattress properly. Oh, Arresta would totally have probably no. interceded. Arresta just got like two mattresses. Uh, <laughs> like she just like you know perhaps like heard the tap and like ducked behind a thing and listened. And now it's just like. So do you replace her mattress for yes. her? Okay. So you don't know this yet, but you're heading off to the library. What yep. about you, Pyrus? What about you, uh, Aresta? You are apparently playing mover. <laughs> well, I, 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 I did my own. Um, yeah. Oh, you totally did your own. I, I, in, in, in no part am I, am I implying that. But Aresta is just, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, ripped. I think, I think I'd like to once Aresta returns to Barracks Five, um, or whatever mm-hmm. our new cr- creepy haunted one is, um. I sort of suggested that we like prioritize repairs. So I want to work with Aresta to figure out what's the most important thing. Probably the leaky roof. I'm going to go with leaky roof. Cool. How about you roll me your intelligence crafts? Uh Oh, (laughs) no, I'm just kidding. There's no, uh, there's no such thing as a, um, there's no penalty. If you don't have the ability, you're allowed to just roll your intelligence. (laughs) I forgot. (laughs) What's your intelligence there, Pyres? It's two. Hey, that's great. Right on. a pretty pretty decent botch chance coming at you folks no but it's a fail <laughs> i mean it can't be that hard to fix a roof can it like yeah no why yeah you just you we find something non-water permeable and like stick some nails through it into the yeah yeah it's gonna be fine cool you let me know where you find non-permeable materials as well as nails I'm going to go charm someone later. Arresta, are you helping him in this endeavor? Yeah, I'm okay. helping to identify the obvious things. Like There's a hole. There's a hole in the roof. <laughs> go, yeah, hole. I, I'm, I'm identifying the things that need to be solved. I'm sure we'll find more. All right. Gail Whispered, you are on your way to the library. Uh, I've I've grabbed the uh the books that i took home over the holidays uh and a little something else what's the something else it's a it's a present when you arrive there's a a student who's leaving the library carrying a, a book under uh his arm and he nods at you Knowing that, you know, if there's a student that's going to be in the library, it's probably going to be you. You see that the librarian, whose name is Bracken, is standing behind a table and she's got some uh, papers just laid out in front of her. Uh, She seems to be very carefully lifting one and then placing them on on another. She's rebinding a book that has come apart. And then she looks up. I didn't know if I expected you quite so soon. I thought you would have classes. It ended early, and I needed to return these. You needed to return them so soon. Have you already finished them all? Yes. Do you even take the time to enjoy the books that you read? You are allowed to enjoy them, you know. It, It isn't just about the pursuit of knowledge. Gaining the knowledge is enjoyable. All right, all right. Just put them there over on the cart, and when it's time, you can replace them. 
Did anything new come in over the break? There's a new treatise about the, uh, well, about the events immediately following the disappearance of the Scarlet Empress. It is restricted. Who was it written by? She just gives the name of a, a relatively uh, up-and-coming scholar. Someone who you, you've probably read a couple of his books already. Mm-hmm. Um, he's decent. You find his word choices are not terribly uh, entertaining. His vocabulary is, you know, above average at best. Okay. He's clearly speaking. Like, is his writing clearly biased? Or is it... No, he's doing his best to provide a, uh, uh, you know, first-person accounts of other people. He's compiling information as opposed to trying to deliver his own. Obviously, anybody who writes anything has their own internal biases. Do you wish to try to determine what his are? Uh, would that That's be an intelligence linguistics role. reading the book? I mean, you've read stuff of his before. I have, yeah. So, intelligence linguistics, please. Ooh, what an exciting role. Well, we finally have somebody who actually gives a fuck about linguistics. <laughs> An interesting ability in Exalted while she's making this role is lore. In Exalted, you can make a lore role not just to know if you know something, but to actually define what is true in the world. So you can make a lore role to say that, in fact, um, in the city of Arjuf, there are four separate places where one can buy pork buns. And if you succeed in your role, then, assuming the storyteller's okay with it, that becomes the truth. You can say that the House of Bells is known for having secret exits all around the walls. That could also be the truth. Uh, but it is, it is a way to make lore a slightly more interesting ability than simply just the do I happen to know this button. Uh, three successes. Three successes? Yeah. It's good enough to, to know. Uh, it seems like this author, who I suppose we should give him a name. So let's say he's... Uh, Pelops uh, Kemet, K-A-M-E-T. It seems that Kemet does what he can to try as hard as he can to appear like he's unbiased. Uh, He's trying too hard. And in fact, that's sometimes a sign of a writer who isn't willing to commit to their own beliefs. Uh, But in this case, it seems like it might be a political uh, question. Kemet is doing this because he hopes that people think that he is neutral. Aha. Cool. Okay. Um, Gail holds up a little paper bag that she brought in. Oh, and Saren Zero, thank you so much, by the way. Thank you, Saren Zero. Sorry, I, I realize I don't always catch all of these things. Anyway. Sorry, go ahead. One of the vendors by the docks in Arjif makes these. Uh, it's a it's a uh, uh, a fruit tart of some kind. And this requires sampling, I assume. Yes, before I distribute them to the rest of the classmates. I see. Your prudence is justified. 
You are the only one I can trust in this matter. I understand. Normally, it would be, of course, up to a wood aspect to attempt to determine whether there are any toxins involved. But I suppose fire can do its part to burn that impurity away. And as she places it under her tongue at first, almost as if she doesn't want to taste it right away, a slow smile just creeps over her face. It is what she lives for, is that moment where she gets to taste something different than what she's normally able to get here on the grounds. It doesn't taste like home, and that's why it's perfect. Now, the food at the House of Bells still, like I said, quite good, but it's ostensible that she's been tasting it longer than many. Mm. You're wearing a different uniform. This has always been my fang. I can't believe you've forgotten. Juin thinks she's very clever, doesn't she? Do you know what happened today? I know some. I do know, however, that there was only one person who could have made the call to rescue you from this. Commandant? Nuven wants you here. I don't know why. But she's the only one who would have been able to pull enough strings to make sure that you weren't expelled alongside the rest of your fangmates. The same goes for uh, the pretty boy and the the tough one. I, I don't... What are their names? Kathak Pyres and Kathak Arresta. Uh, do me a favor. Mm-hmm. Roll me your perception socialize, please. Ooh. <laughs> oh, this will... Yeah. I've been uh, to the library. Pool of four. All right. Here we go. Hey, that's my pool. Yay! That's two successes. Uh... She's making a show of not knowing their names when it's very clear that she does. That's cute. <laughs> the pretty boy and the boulder. The boulders. The please. boulder. Oh, I'm I'm here for it, folks. The boulder doesn't understand why there isn't more children's fiction available here at the House of Bells. <laughs> The boulder likes some good young adult novels. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, they're... They were right to keep us. But... Somebody very wise and prudent would not dig any deeper into these matters. And who told you that? The same person who told you to claim that you've never been a part of another fang. Yes. Hmm. And she's someone to listen to. Clearly. Often. When I am trying to sneak to the library after hours, she is someone to listen to. I'm going to shelve these. Don't you have only five minutes until your next class? Oh. I'm very fast. Can I come back after classes to play Gateway? 
If you think that's prudent. <clears throat> it's necessary to my training. Necessary? All right. Don't bring your set. We'll use one of mine. We'll attempt the clouded game this time. <laughs> Kill looks kind of excited. Turns away before she reveals too much. And... Uh, Goes to shelve the books, uh, trying to bring herself close to the restricted section. <laughs> Are you trying <laughs> like to lift anything out of the restricted section? Specifically the treaties that um, Bracken was talking about. All right. Now I'm going to ask you to make a stealth roll. Okay. Uh, because I, I'm going to give you the stunt for that. So by all means, go ahead and roll. Uh, I, I would like to establish, if I may, John, something about our relationship, which yes. is oh. if she doesn't catch me and it's gone, then she does not look into it. Uh, she has never once mentioned that you, that a book is missing that you have taken. Okay. And she's also never mentioned that a book has been returned if you're the one who took it. Okay. I won't say anything beyond that. Perfect. Maybe she doesn't notice. <laughs> Somehow it's I possible. doubt it. Uh, this is a deck stealth. Deck stealth. I'll say, again, having been someone who's worked in libraries for a very long time, uh, I don't fucking know where all the books are. <laughs> there are a lot of books. It's <laughs> a lot of books. It's a library, yeah. What the fuck? Look at this. 11 successes. That's disgusting. There's a lot of tens What's here. On lifting a book? <laughs> Lots of zeros, I guess. You lift the library. <laughs> the whole library goes into your pocket. <laughs> you return to your barracks. If the fire aspect noticed that you took the book, she gives absolutely no sign, although you're almost positive that there's no way. Now, of course, she did just bring up the book, and now it's gone. So, I mean, like, but. I love it. I love it, Eric. Oh, my God. Uh, Pyres and Aresta. Yeah. Having surmised how shitty our uh, accommodations are uh, and made some plan to try to figure out how to fix it, not really knowing how. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I may have just turned myself down a bit. Sorry. Yeah. I think I'm think I'm good now. Sorry, guys. What's the plan? Long term. Midterm. Tomorrow. Midterm. It's midterms? Oh, shit! <laughs> I didn't study! <laughs> Tonight, tomorrow, this week, how do we survive? Um, I mean, I think we're just going to have to be a little uncomfortable for a couple of days. Honestly, Aresta, I'm going to level with you. I think my best bet is to make really good friends with some of the groundskeepers and see if they can loan me anything that we can use to fix this up. Yeah, sure. Um, I guess I was talking like all the rest of the school and the social and the all of that. Oh. The whole fang situation. Ah. Uh, right. We can deal with some lumpy beds and drippy ceilings. Gotcha. Well, I can't speak for you. Um, I imagine Gail's going to come back to us with an itemized list of appropriate students for our fang pretty soon. <laughs> um, 
I think this is, I've said it before, I think this is an opportunity for us to show what we're made of. And I'm sure none of the faculty here are going to take into account the fact that we're only three. But if we can overcome obstacles, that is going to be so. Come in. Door slides open and you see a um, a bright-faced second-year student uh, oh. clutching uh, a, a scroll that's been sealed with wax. Um, it is common for second years to act as runners to deliver messages. Uh, and this one uh, is very tall, very thin, standing ramrod straight and looking like they're taking their duties very seriously. Uh, and they thrust the scroll out. There's a message. For? The Fang of the Lost Hand. The Fang, thank you. Oh my god. Your name? Oh, um, it's... <laughs> Sorry, John. <laughs> uh, they give me their name. No, Good. no, I have a name. I have a name. <laughs> uh, no, I got this. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it's, uh... It's Pelops Leanne. Well, thank you, Pelops Leanne. You have done a good job. Uh, normally, after somebody says their house once, you don't need to say it again. Okay. That'd be like the equivalent of saying, oh, I'm John Verrill. And you're like, thank, thank you, you, John Verrill. Like, I guess I'm trying to make a point of I have acknowledged that I have heard your name. But okay. Thank you, Leanne. <laughs> I mean, you can. Yeah. It's just it's the equivalent of saying somebody's yeah. full name again. Yeah. Uh, um, well done. Let's encourage the youth, shall we? What, what kind of seal is... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's comedy. I just want to like high-five you through the frame here. I feel like I missed something here. <laughs> what? No, yeah. it's here. no, no, no. You're next to me. You're oh, next to me. It. <laughs> Clap. Got it. It's actually really funny. <laughs> that was so good. Not fucking likely. <laughs> oh god! All right. I open it. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm curious what it is. It says, just written in elaborate script. Game one. Coral helix. Two hours after first light. The Glade. The bl- like signed the Blade. No, the Glade. The location oh, Glade. Two hours That's place. After, okay, got it. after first light. Game one. Coral yep. Helix. Two okay. hours after first light. The Glade. That's all that's written on the scroll. So I have to guess what day they mean. I guess tomorrow. <laughs> it would be tomorrow. Probably tomorrow. And if I recall correctly, Coral Helix is Brevin's... uh, Yes, it is. Cool. Uh, Now, you're relatively sure that he's heard enough that he's probably not going to be present for this. So only 4-3. Or at the very least, not going to be a combatant. Mm -hmm. Remember that an Exalted... So healing bashing damage, still relatively quick, right? But healing times in Exalted are not 
nearly as accelerated as in other games. There isn't like a healing charm that just is like, boop, and you're fine, boop, and you're fine, boop, and you're fine. The best that you can do is, is accelerate your medicine rolls or to potentially help somebody out as it goes forward. But also remember that dragon blooded aren't the same as solars, mm-hmm. right? Solars right. had, you know, big deal medicine charms. Dragon bloods have some. Yeah, but you still had to like sleep overnight for most of them. Or it was like you temporarily forget that you hurt, but it's still going to hurt once this That's right. charm is done. Damage is more significant in this game and it lasts longer. So uh, just be aware of that. It's which is actually something that I, I really do like. Uh it means that damage isn't just like, well, I either kill you or you're going to be fine in two hours. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm going to hand it over to Pyrus. Yeah, I'll also take a look. This doesn't... It reads a bit like a challenge, but... It's the game aspect that's got me interested... Sounds too official. Uh, sure, Gail will have some insight. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, Shit, um, yeah, better work on that. <laughs> like you said, four versus three. You're worth two, at least. All right. Assume we'll find Gail in class. I can be coming back around this time. Oh, no, wait, we have class. Never mind. Yeah. But we can find you outside of class if you want to chat. I can say that the rest of your day at school goes by relatively uneventfully. Um, The rest of your day is actually uh, more divided. Um, You have individual pursuits that you can look at. There isn't like a grand lecture uh, which thankfully means that you also don't have to deal with the assembly of uh, Coral Helix uh, mm. all at once. Um, there is uh, at least one part of uh, is is dedicated to uh, specific weapons training, um, in which case I imagine that you are following along with your uh, your personal styles. So for Pyres, that would be swordplay. Mm-hmm. For Gale Whispered, that would be your chakram, your your throwing weapons and for Aresta would be your martial arts training. Unless of course you're trying to branch out into another form of fighting. By this point I think I would probably be focusing rather than broadening as much as in my first few years I would have gotten a bit of everything and tried to get a bit of everything. I think for now I'm uh... So what you're saying is that Aresta can get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, but you do have the opportunity to reunite at the end of the day when it's the evening meal. Gail, Pyres, what do you think of this? And we, yeah, we presumably both like produce the yeah, exact somehow. Uh, game one, John. game oh, one, the Coral Helix. Two hours after first light, the glade. Could I uh, do a linguistics roll on this to see um, see if I can determine, let's see, uh, uh, the penmanship, who wrote it? Sure. Um, Absolutely. Who may have sent it? Absolutely. Are you doing anything special to determine this or using any special tools? 
nope. Are you like using the light that's glinting off of Pyre's eyes to? Yes. A hundred percent. Oh, sorry. Hang on. Then I like smooth my hair back so it doesn't cover both my eyes. So now they shine. No, see, that's brighter. what I do. If somebody needs to write off the shine of my big bald head. <laughs> you rub it. Is this a perception linguistics? This is or? this is perception linguistics. Okay. I feel like I remember solar charms that let you do like sweet ass read intention rolls through linguistics as well. I don't know if that's like a common thing or not. Linguistics is cool. Yes. Of the charms that are in the book, of which this is the dragon blooded book, so you know a pretty sizable tome. Um, of the charms in the book, a full two thirds of them are not combat related. So. I've got some cool linguistics charms, like one that allows me to forge another character's handwriting and writing style. Oh, if you know who this is, it's going to be so useful. I know. Okay, uh, I rolled two successes. Two successes isn't enough for you to determine who actually wrote this. Um, okay. It's also very possible that whoever wrote it is dictating it to somebody else. But you do know a couple of things. Uh, first thing that I'll tell you is that this seems to be... Um, a set format. This isn't the first time that someone has written a note like this before. Uh, it seems very well practiced and very well templated. The second thing that I'll say about this is that the uh, the writing is relatively fresh. Uh, this had to have been written today, most likely after lunch. Sorry, not after lunch because you got it during that thing. Uh, it would have been written after breakfast. Mm -hmm. All right, so this was either issued by the Fang themselves because they want revenge, or it was issued by a member of the faculty. Really? To test us, yes. Almost certainly not written by a student. Mm -hmm. Okay. Great, so it was almost certainly not written by Brevin? Well, because it was sealed by wax. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, and the seal was of the House of Bells faculty. Sorry, I should have oh, made that cool. clear. Yeah. No, it's cool. We yeeted it away, <laughs> but presumably, yeah, Gail, Gail saw it. No, I would have tried to like close it together again. Well, the only purpose of a wax seal is to show that it hasn't been broken. Yeah. It's not like you save it and or it's like disrespectful of you to ditch it because you have to break it to open it. Mm -hmm. Right. This is another test, most likely. Another test. But I don't know who specifically on the faculty issued it. Win. Easy. Maybe. So, how do we win? We don't know what the game is. We scout out the area first. Scout out the Let's four of them. The it would probably be a good idea for you to know the rules of the game before you played, but I'm afraid that's going to have to wait <gasps> for next session. <laughs> the glade. The glade. <laughs> My God, they're blowing the glade horn. <laughs> <laughs> that did go super fast. Yeah, it really did. Zoom. Four bingo squares. Thank you to all of the follows and the cheers and the donations and the kindness that came in during the session, folks. Yes. Like So much of many of all of those things. Trying not to interrupt scenes for it is hard. Why is Kung Fu Fenders shouting darn? And bingo. no. 
Four squares. No, no bingo. Uh, at the end of our sessions, uh, in and amongst the discussions that we'll have with us, with you, and all that, uh, I do make my players earn their experience. So, here's what you got. You do gain your five standard experience, all three of you. Craft experience. And I will give you the opportunity to earn uh, two more. Uh, First, you're going to need to tell me what you or your character learned in this session. One thing, any one thing of something that you learned this session or that your PC learned. The second is if you can tell me what was one thing that you really liked about another player's play in the game so we're gonna start right to my left uh arresta learned that um her assessment of pyres um from afar is thus far not too far off the mark um and as far as another player I'm going to say, Liz, I love, I'm really loving the tactical mind of Gale and how you're, how you're playing that out so far. It's really good. Let's move on to the next one. Scott. Yes. Uh, I learned that, um, or at least I think I've discovered that Pyres has probably never really had to stand up to like mean spirited people. Um, and that may just be a facet of how he's lived his life, or it may be a facet of morale's influence on his life. Uh, and I'm not sure yet. Uh, that's something I learned today, and I think that's really interesting. I also got a new intimacy from Aresta. Thanks, Aresta. Um, Punch up? Yep. Nice. <laughs> yeah, actually. Um, uh, in terms of uh, another person's play today, I mean, like, I just, I thought that was such a, uh, such a game-defining moment, Kate, to like to to sort of play off the trip as like, oh, you know, whatever. And then once once the once the fight breaks out, to not take any prisoners <laughs> and just like crack them. I just thought it was really defining, and uh, I thought it was fabulous. Yeah, Elizabeth. Um, I learned that the way I'll be taking notes uh, for this campaign is as Gale. It was really weird. It just started happening. Uh, so, like, her analyzing everyone's fighting styles and the different NPCs, it's all written, like, from this weird analytical, uh, place. Um, and I loved, I really loved Pyre's interaction with Brevin. Um, you're, you're rising to his challenge, but at the same time, when somebody tried to pull you away, you went. Mm. Um, and so I think that was really cool because you're like, Pyres is also trying to negotiate this new terrain of like, how much is he willing to let go versus not? Yeah. Um, I just thought that was like a really cool moment. Hey, thanks. Hey. 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 (laughs) I can't wait for there to be a session where someone's just like, I can't think of anything that I liked about what you did. You sucked. And that's when I know that RPG Clinic is dead. The yeah. end. The end. The clinic is closed. <laughs> Please come back again later. <laughs> the Crosshair has a question, which I think is an appropriate question. Uh, let's see if we can uh, get that called up there right on the screen so that we can have a look. Uh, and it's 
it's honestly like it's a it's a decent question for one of our uh for one of our fancy corner parties i mean this is i guess technically the return of fancy corner yay all right a uh, bit of a big one but the talk about gail's gym preference gave me a great chaos question for the post stream yes i'm ringing them back surprise why are you at the house of bells It's actually a really, I, don't know, I think it's a good question. Um, because she sees the House of Bells as the house that is training dragon bloods to deal with threats. And she believes that she needs to be there dealing. Like, they need her help to deal with threats. Therefore, they need her even if they don't realize they do. Damn, dude. Good answer. No, I don't really think she fit in anywhere else. And her family was like, fine, I guess Ooh. war is going to like go this way. Your school's goals are good, but your methods are bad. I will join. War, <laughs> war never changes. I will join. Uh, and Erwin has a question, which we'll, we'll throw up there as well. Game one question, since you have until game three to finalize your character sheet, so technically you have until game four, you can right. play three sessions and then you have uh, and then you have to finalize. Have any of you had a moment where your intended character plan did not survive interaction with the NPCs or the other PCs? So is that a... Sorry, I just want to clarify. Is that like a general? Has that ever happened to us in other games or is that specifically about this game? If you can quickly answer in general and then specifically general, answer yes. this one. <laughs> in this game that's what i thought i guess to boil it down do you already notice that you might want to make changes to your character sheet you don't have to commit to anything right now but curious not yet from this session nothing jumped out at me okay uh yeah same here i actually i felt like i felt like one of the core concepts of pyres kind of was a bit muddied but i'm also looking much more at the intimacies that i've written down as like guiding principles haha of uh what where i'm kind of taking the character and i feel like those that's a that's a tightrope because there's a lot of them here um so no, not yet i'm with kate on that one i'm considering i'm considering upping my perception and taking away a dot somewhere else gail was much more observant than i thought she would be mm. no matter how hard i try i can't get away from perception i clearly love having perception as a, <laughs> as a higher attribute so i was going to say that you made a lot of perception rolls this time around and there was a lot of you saying that gail was looking or paying attention yeah. to or trying to discover so uh that makes some sense and mm -hmm. we can absolutely look at that yeah but so i'm know. gonna look into that sure cool. I mean, that all makes a lot of sense. I was surprised that none of you just decided to come out and say, well, now that you, now I have Crafts 5. Let's go fix this thing. Let's fix a dorm. Yeah, yeah I'll just get it and three. then I'll change my, again, my mind again after next session once we fix it all. No. Weak. Yeah, can uh, you imagine? Oh, I don't really need these Crafts dots anymore. Uh, <laughs> John throws us some sort thanks, of gold. Thanks, Rev Monty. Monty. So Rev Monty says that a shout out. You all did a great job shifting from who is in the light at any given time. I really enjoyed the teamwork. I mean, why do you think I hang out with these people? Look, I have dealt with gaming groups where it was me, 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 me. And if it was somebody else, then fuck them. And I don't mean me. I mean, yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. So, that's session one. <sighs> now, one thing that I will tell you is that uh, this isn't where the RPG Clinic experience ends. Oh. Not only are there streams from us throughout the week, although many of them on our own individual channels, uh, there is a fantastic place to discuss this game, and it's on our Discord. The link is in the chat. You can also see it right down below. And if you're watching on YouTube, the link is right down below. You can find it there as well. And if you're listening on the podcast, the link is in the podcast episode description. You want to let people know about that podcast there? Uh, Yeah, we are uh, hosting through Anchor.fm, which distributes to Spotify, Apple Music, a whole bunch of other big important ones that I just don't know the names of because I don't really do podcasts. Personally. However, what's now available as a podcast? All of Changeling the Streaming. All 136 episodes plus many, many, many bonus streams. Yes! Um, it's all up yes! there. So if you were like following through an RSS feed, I'm so sorry for the flood of spam, but it's all there now. Uh, Which is great news. It, it's, we should point out that the podcast is provided as as like a we hope that you enjoy it. The podcast is just an unedited mm. uh, audio cut of the VODs that get put up on YouTube. Yeah, uh, they haven't been equalized or anything. Yeah. So at the moment, that's that's what we can offer. But hey, if you want to listen to these things on your way to work or while you're cleaning around and you don't want to be able to watch it, this is the perfect way to do it. Uh, Kate crushed it, apparently. <laughs> Getting into character. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The other thing that you'll be able to find is our wiki. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is available as a link from RPGClinic.com. It's also on Fandom. Uh, we've transferred over to Fandom for our wiki, another big Kate undertaking, uh, because it's a lot easier to edit, it's a lot easier to use, and it is the perfect place for you not only to find out um, about previous episodes, about characters that have appeared, locations, but we urge you yourselves to make contributions as you see fit. Do you want to put things down for uh, uh, one of your favorite NPCs? By all means, and go ahead. Do you have fan art that you want to submit? Uh, in the past, we've had some wonderful pieces of fan art. We'd love to see them again, and we'd love to feature them at the top and end of each one of our shows. Uh, right now, we've just got the covers of the books, which are great art, but we'd love to see some of yours. Uh, and you can also submit that through the fandom wiki and it'll be there for all to see, which I think would be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, hey, Tuesday, what's going on, Scott? I usually stream on Tuesdays. Um, <laughs> in the in the evenings, Eastern, I'll, uh, I'll, of course, keep people updated on the Discord. I'm usually on at 6 p.m. Eastern over on my Twitch channel where we play games in character. I will be continuing uh, The Council, a no, Very <laughs> the council. intriguing mystery. Um, I don't know how it's going. It's so strange. I love it, though. I'm really enjoying the mystery of it. The mystery. Uh, that will be uh, tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern Tuesday? or thereabouts. Stay tuned. That's Tuesday. Yeah. Wednesday? Wednesday is Scrub Check over on my channel, twitch.tv slash John Verrill. Uh, Every week, I get challenged because sometimes I am a gigantic scrub. My current status is not a scrub, as I succeeded in my most recent Android Netrunner challenge delivered by Scott. Uh, 
Also, I believe delivered by Scott is going to be this week's current challenge, which is to defeat Super Mario Brothers 3 in under two hours, warpless. Warpless. So that is going to be attempted on Wednesday. That is at 5 p.m. Eastern time over on my channel. On Thursdays, we have Clinic Hours. That is our other primary RPG stream that is at 5 p.m. Eastern on this very channel, at which point we usually discuss topics relating to tabletop RPGs. Do we have a subject set for this week yet? Uh, we had a lot of fun going over Exalted last time, and we didn't get around to creating the final evocation for Pyres' weapon. So we'll probably create another evocation on stream alongside any of your questions about Exalted. Any other topics that come up, suggest them in the Discord. Are you going to be the new PopCam? Are you going to be am. tomorrow's PopCam? I'm trying to dethrone John here. Friday? Friday? Oh, uh, no. Friday is not is not I. It's me! <laughs> You're going to have quite the week there. I will. Uh, we'll see if we can get another scrub check going for that one. So if you also have a suggestion for a challenge that you want to put forward, <laughs> go and throw that into the Discord. I'll be glad to see it. I'm currently working towards Puka Jutsu's Odyssey, uh, Super Mario Odyssey. We'll see if I might be able to get to that point. But it won't be this Friday. I'll tell you that much. Um, then on Saturday, we've got Drew Crew, right? That is correct. We are oh. starting a brand new Drew. Oh, I see the hidden there. staircase. Yeah, let's see how that goes. No, it's a ton of fun. It's always fun. Join us at 3 p.m. Oh, I just hit my mic with the book. Uh, but on that. Sunday, yes, yeah. right here, session two, episode two of Exalt Witch Academy. Special thanks to our mods, Aragorn, the Crosshair, and Real Brick Wall. Thank you so much for being here. For all of you, for your support, your subscriptions, donations. Do do us a favor. Tell somebody about this. Tell somebody about this game and see if they can watch either on YouTube or show up the next session. We'd really appreciate it. And it's your support that's taken us from the beginning of Exalt Witch Nexus to here. And we hope that we get to keep going up to the right. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.